Welcome to episode 30, the big 3-0, on our way to our midlife crisis already. This is the Varangian Heresy podcast, and my name is Jody. I will be your host for this evening, or this afternoon, or wherever you may find yourself while you're listening to our fantastic publication here. And with me, as always, is the man himself, the, who is, it sounds like he's possibly one step closer to becoming one with the machine god, and that would be my co-host Christopher. How are you doing, bud? Hey, Jody. How are you? And... Uh... I'm all right. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> so fucking enthusiastic. I almost. Uh, yeah, I really, really wish that I could upgrade myself with machine parts instead. But yeah, it's one of those days, huh? Yeah, it's just, one of those days. Sort of one thing. of those days. Oh well, you know, it only happens once a month. You'll be all right. Ah, uh, yeah, and. For that general playful and loving banter that you hear in the background there, he's been, he's gone, he's come back, although we're talking about that in our next episode. It is the one of the international men of mystery of the 30k scene. It is the crown prince himself, the man who sits atop the throne of 30k here in Sweden. It is Mr. Freddy. How you doing, buddy? I am doing extremely well. How are you? I am doing rather good i happen to have a, a very enjoyable can of drink in my hand of sadly it's pepsi max with ginger in it but you know can't have everything it doesn't have any jd or anything so it's uh you know well, you could have i could and then i'll be making horrible noises as, as it reacts with my heart medication and you know stuff like that so i don't particularly want to die yet but you know if it, if it gets boring it, it, if the episode it, starts flagging dying, it's, it's sending remember it's ascending I mean, I have. I just only cared about the point from the obviously the true legion that was there, the the fourth. Uh, I thought it was because you know. <laughs> well, according to GW, the the um, the imperial fists have been bumped off the seventh legion. Um, yeah, the imperial fists are nowhere to be seen because that's the death guard. Yep, exactly. Welcome to the bright. Beautiful future. Welcome to the um, age of fucking Gulliman. Whatever's going to be Age of yeah, AOG 40k. Age of Gulliman. Uh, but anyway, let's not go down that rabbit hole because that's take a long time to come back from. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's not do that. Um, but yes, tonight we have got a fun little episode for you. We are playing catch up with uh, some of the events happen that have happened here in Sweden, and tonight we are doing a recap with Oscar from the Avarii series and this is Avarii 5 that we're recapping it took place at the end of February uh, but like I said we've uh, been all over the place with our scheduling so we're catching back up and we we sort of generally get an overview of what's happened at the Scandus region uh, where things have been going what sort of future plans are happening so it's going to be a whole lot of fun as our main topic but there is other stuff that we need to uh, talk about some stuff ahead of that uh, first of all we passed 400 likes on our facebook page Yay. fire off the fire off the explosions of pyrotechnics how fucking awesome is that oh wait okay 400 fucking some of the biggest 
408 maniacs as of time of recording. Uh, you're all mental, you're all crazy, and we love you. And give that um, we most love of those new likes came from when Freddy was in the States. I really, really suspect where those actually came from. Even undocumented uh, illegals can have access to the internet, Christopher. Uh, we can't complain about that. And uh, three or four coke dealers. Yeah. Strong-armed or strong-armed? <laughs> Oh, that's there's a hashtag if ever I heard one. <laughs> that is absolutely brilliant. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I've completely lost my train of thought, which doesn't happen that often. Uh, just every other day. Best four hundred and eight likes as of as of recording. Thank you ever so much for you guys supporting us. It's been absolutely brilliant of you. We love you for it, and it's just going to help us make things better and better as we go. Um, we do also have to give a big shout out to. Anders Jensen, uh, you sir are some sort of god amongst men. Uh, Anders has made the first ever paid donation to the Varangian Heresy. Uh, we didn't even ask for it; he just did it out of the goodness of his heart. So, Anders, well, wait, we have a donation page. We, we don't know. We don't. We just receive money via PayPal. I like this. Uh, if anybody would like to anonymously donate money to us via PayPal, please do so. Uh, but Anders has uh, started off, so you are forever in our hearts, and we love you for it. And drop us an email at the Varangian Heresy at uh, Varangian Heresy Podcast at gmail dot com, and we will sort a little something out for you as a thank you. I might upgrade um, my my little footstool here in the laundry then. Um, wait, wait, hang on. You've given a footstool? What the hell, man? I don't even have a footstool. I don't know what it is. Like a, it's, it's a fucking stool of some sort. It's plastic. We're it's talking... from IKEA and it cost thirty dollars. I mean, thirty. Okay, 30 I'm glad we, we confirmed which which use of the word stool we're working with there, because with you <laughs> oh, know dear. with you it could be either. It's not a lazy boy or anything. It's a fucking plastic. It's a piece it's of plastic for, so it, for it keeps wobbling now for less than three euros. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hell, to be fair, there's there is what living the dream would be about, you know, recording I'm, I'm in lazy boys. Roller. You are, Freddie. You 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 roll you roll high unless it's you know using dice. That's true. Um, and at least you will always be quite warm when you record, so you don't have to freeze enough. To, uh, everyone else. Fucking, yeah. Next to the fucking uh, what do you call it? Like the fucking water heater. <laughs> so. Yep. So no, basically, you're in the back of the line. Some of us need foot footrests and thermal blankets. But again, Anders, thank you so much. Uh, note says thanks for the podcast, guys. Dude, we love you. Thank you ever so much. And uh, yeah, like I said, drop us an email. We'll send a little something out to you as a thank you from us. Uh, so yeah, that is very awesome. Now um, let me get the social medias out of the way because it's important. Very quickly, as you've just heard me mention, we have the Varangian Heresy podcast page, the official page of this wonderful podcast. If you like us, if you love us, if you just about bear bear of us, and uh, or if you even just sit there listening to us and throwing abuse at us, please get in touch and give us a like on the Facebook page. Come and join the Varangian Heresy podcast group. Things are starting to take off in there with a little bit of uh, this, a little bit of that, and a whole lot of fun. We're on Twitter. Have we actually done anything on Twitter for a while, Chris? No. What is Twitter? Uh, yeah, it's okay, Freddie. Well, we've talked about this whole technology thing. You leave it to those. Leave it to the younger members of the cast. I've, we will. We it's will the usual. It. Just look at it. Look at the phone. Get a notification from Twitter and ignore it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> sorry for that. Um, sorry, was that for Freddie or was that for for just a general update uh, on what we've been doing on Twitter? Basically, general advice. 
Oh, okay, fair enough. Go, go back, cover it <laughs> off. Um, but on Twitter, we are at Varangian Heresy. Uh, our email, as I've already said, oh, no, not the Varangian Heresy podcast at Gmail, the Varangian Heresy at Gmail.com. Please, Anders, send it to the right email address, uh, Mr. Jensen. Um, yeah, do that. That would help. Um, and hang on. Hang on, Chris. Sorry. Uh, stop the presses. I'm looking at the show notes. This says the Varangian Heresy podcast.blogstock.com functional. Yeah, it is functional. What do you mean, like... Uh, it's up. Functional. It's up. The new page is up. Okay, it's up. It's what's not on? It's not finished, but it's up. What, what's on the page? Okay, for, I was going to say, <laughs> that that gave me a heart-stopping moment for a second. So it's it's up. It's it's functional. The, the, up to date? Uh, it's one episode behind because you released them too quickly. Oh, okay, so it's yeah. my fault. Uh, and it's okay. also because we haven't really yet discussed what we are actually going to keep on our website. It's just one page currently that links to the latest, latest cost. So. Awesome. Fair <laughs> enough. That'll work. That makes life lots of, lots of simple. So I want, I want te- like technically, 90s, we have a page like, there. I want like old school 90s like bio of all the cast members and shit. And uh, then it should be a yellow background with blue text. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make that happen. Oh, yeah. Make it's, it so. It's yes, it has to be that. It has to be basically like some sort like, of like it, it, uh, MySpace page. Six six colored GIF that's kind of and, moving and and a visiting and a looped uh, and a looped uh, MIDI file in the background. Yeah, and a GIF. Yeah, yeah. Visitor counter has to be done. Oh, visitor! Oh man, I miss visitor counters. They're, they're so cool. Anyway, back on track. Back on oh, track. Wait. Instagram. Just being hamsters right. in the background or Jesus's. Fulgrimses. We go for hamsters. Fulgrimses. Fulgrimses. Yeah, that's. What's that like? That's like hobbitses, but even more depraved. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, So, and on and on Instagram, we are Varangian Heresy on Instagram. There's some uh, pictures of uh, Freddy's latest trip to or trip to the uh, the US. There is. uh, Which there is. Um, you sound surprised. Well, you think we haven't done anything while you've been away? Of course, we've been spamming all the work you've been doing and claiming credit for it. Um, we have. But there is a fantastic picture when uh, one when uh, one intrepid th- uh, gamer met an internet celebrity, and as the comments say, Duncan from G- Games Workshop was just about able to keep his fangirling under control when he met Freddie, and um, he's very proud of himself. And you know. I, I think that's an, an achievement that he didn't go overboard when he met you. Uh, we may or may not have tankies later on, but that's okay. That well, you know, that's understandable. It's it's hard not to uh, not to want to do that in your presence. Well, he was very what fucking happens? pushy, sir. So. And so, like, really? I, like, okay, I'll let you do the tank as long as you leave me alone. Because now it's getting awkward. Was it? Was it? Was he? Uh, was he asking to uh, to lay two thin coats on you? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Is, <laughs> is that he, also he why? He wanted to dip his paint in me. I don't know. Is that also why you brought oh. part of him, parts of him back to Sweden? That is true. For my next, <laughs> my next old project. <laughs> so that's the social medias. Good God, that's the social medias out of the way. Um, what we've been doing in the hobby, should we do that quickly? Um, but actually, there, there's, there, this might surprise people. Brace yourselves. Christopher, you get to go first. What have you been doing recently? I'm still working on my Thalax. Uh-huh. So I've only got like five out of 16 painted. Okay. I've started prepping my Titan for the new paint job on it. 
Uh-huh. You're going to do this again, aren't you? <laughs> and I might have played four games. What? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. But, games? Yeah, I did, but uh, they were mostly teaching new players um, to to play and well, well, play with an old friend. Why? What happened? Are you alright? <laughs> Dude! How nice. How nice. Oh, I'm getting worried. Yeah. Uh, no, there's... Tell us about these games, man. Give, give us a rough idea of the, of the over, overview of the games, at least. We, our, our listeners are now suitably teased. They want to know what's going on. They're, uh, they're, they're like in the same... They're like in 1989 shock now. Like the yeah. wall has come oh, down. I've actually, done, I've actually done something. <laughs> uh, oh, well, give us... Now I want to know. I'm curious. Tell us. Yeah, I had a friend over that I've been playing with last time I played with him was about uh, St. Patrick's Day last year. So Good timing, man. Yeah. So we had... Uh, he brought his Iron Warriors and we did a recap on our games last year. And uh, it was Iron Warriors versus Mechanicum. And there's a reason there's not many pictures of this not public, published at least that's because there was barely any painted minis on the table but we still we still painted well we still played it's good it's good played. it's good to no, no, not knocking the plane not no. knocking the plane no. and, it, and I actually managed to lose to Iron Warriors and it's horrible I don't even oh. know I don't even know what that feeling feels like so you'll have to explain it to me <laughs> well I won the other two games against Iron Warriors so who was traitor? Who was loyalist? Well, obviously the Iron Warriors were, lo- were traitors. It's always good to check. Sometimes some people get it wrong. Right <laughs> so, so, sometimes they're just gen- wanker. So, he did. Uh, he, he did play Iron Warriors last year as loyalist because I was registering my uh, Mechanicum for Lincoln as traitors for the campaign for the battle report campaign before the. Uh-huh. Okay. This year Wait, I, so you've lodged, lodged all these battles at Osterdk? Uh, these are lodged as skirmishes so far at uh, the goal page for the, what do I recall? The mm, Unify 2 podcast yeah. month in goal. So we did play some uh, raider missions and that's why I really don't like having Mechanicum in raider force orgs. Because I had... Uh, one game I had standing Domitars, and the other one I had standing Tech Priests with conversion beamers. So it was been these Tech Priest units that were basically snipers standing in the backfield. Pretty cool. Yeah, but they didn't do anything. Okay. Well, <laughs> they, they were there. Did it look cool? It looked really cool, and, I'm, and I did really it, need to finish painting one. I really need to finish painting one, because there is, it's, it's basically snipers, snipers with conversion beamers. Subtle. Yeah. <laughs> that, Not, that, but uh, fucking that awesome. Was really, really general games. Quite yeah. uneventful. But then I played another, another game with uh, a local that I'm trying to get into the game. Yeah. Who brought his uh, word bear, bearers. Bear, 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 bearers, you know. Bear, 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 bearers. Yeah. Uh, scambags. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Subtle, Freddy. There's really nothing nice to bring Mechanicum versus a new player that only has a health box. Oh no, it's not. So, <laughs> but at least he knows what he's gonna do to, ne- to next time, and that is not just take standard Walter guys. Uh, 
Yeah, that's fair. Well, you really need to look into get some Myrbidons and Destructors in there. Oh my fucking god. No. Nope. <laughs> just, just do it. I have been raped by these guys. <laughs> so badly. I, I'm actually going to buy... Ruined. I, I'm going to buy some myself just then, because... Yeah. If you can't beat them, join them. That's what I say. Well, you could buy them for me. I don't have to. Buy them, buy them yourself. No. <laughs> Simply <What>? put, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but it was nice to have some games. I'm gonna do some write-ups, so that's why I don't want to talk too much about them. And the games are frankly currently, given that I have a fever and bear in me, floating, uh, flowing a bit together. Mm, all the good things in months. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. I was just gonna say, beer, beer, beer of fever. That's just that. That's just like a free trip. Yeah, that's awesome. On the other hand, as a, as a data recording, I am actually having a few games in two days. Awesome. Because we really, really need to make sure that the loyalists win at call. What? Uh, what? No. Yes, no. We do. no, you don't. What are you talking about? No. <laughs> Then, then you should just record all your battles from America, then, Freddy. Yeah, I should probably, shouldn't I? Yeah. Damn it. Only, ones, only the winning ones. Only the winning ones. <laughs> that, that, well, that won't be hard, then. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but, you know. It, it would be all the last day when it was a team event, so I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> oh, bless. But more to um, more to follow, more to follow. Let's not get chucked down that rabbit hole. Um, anything else you want to report there, Chris, hobby-wise? No, just that I need to make better battle reports for the podcast. Yeah. And uh, yeah. how is your Lincoln list going? Is it all painted? Fully <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, it will be fully painted in the, at the end of May. I just need to make sure that I can actually sort out the last Domitor. Needs to be worked out. You'll make it. Mm-hmm. I've, heard, I've heard like Myrmidons are elites, aren't they? Yeah, and I don't want to buy any Myrmidons. Oh, they're so nasty. Nah, they're ugly. They're some of the worst mod- models out there. So move on. Oh, 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 I don't agree. They look fucking cool. I can't. I, can't. I have to agree to disagree with you there. Yeah. That's yours. That's, that, that, you're totally allowed, allowed to with that. Is it allowed? Yeah. I'm from totally the allowed. I'm totally from allowed. The just I, I don't even know you were allowed to disagree. <laughs> well, you're allowed to disagree down, not disagree up the chain, man. Okay. It's usually how it works. Mm-hmm. Cool. Then I know. So, moving on. So, Freddie, <laughs> Freddie, your hobbying is pretty much going to be covered in the next episode. Um, yeah. I think that's fair to say. Well, um, I, I haven't. Well, I've done, the only thing I've done so far is one dude for the character series. I knocked him out like quickly before I left, and then that's all I've done. And I'm busy putting stuff together. So you probably hear my clips once in a while in the background, putting stuff together for the MK course because I'm doing mine and Joanne's stuff. Ah, uh, you saw your own stuff as well. Cool. Yeah. Well, he normally um, doesn't play 30k, but he's still, you know, supported enough to go to the course because he wants to learn from the best. This is awesome. Um, so yeah, I, I guess then it's my turn. Uh, I have been building and painting a small table's worth of MDF terrain for Freddy, and 
I keep looking at the Hawk and going, shit, that really needs some attention, so that needs to be done soon as well. But didn't you say um, that uh, it will be done when the plastic Thunderhawk comes? Fuck. Uh, Thanks, Chris. I now, 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 now I just need to go and start drinking and rock back and forth in the corner, because that, that, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be done Screw by you. now. No, not now. Then. Not now, but then, in the future, whenever now is in the future. Um, but let's not get that discussion. Uh, so there's that. What else have I been doing? I still have a lot of prep to do for the MKA course, just getting everything clipped and put together. But that's mainly because I'm doing all the other prep for the MKA course, which is getting the actual site ready and getting stuff sorted. So uh, that's all good. Um, otherwise, yeah, not a whole lot of hobbying, to be fair. Uh, just a lot of stuff that's going to go... Uh, move out of where I uh, where I have my painting studio area at home and be transported over to the site for the MKA course. So not a huge amount on my end, which is pretty cool. Makes life a little easier, I guess. So uh, yeah, I think that's it. And I, I do have to say that by the time we record episode, what I'm guessing is episode 32, uh, which should be during or if not after the um, after the MK course, there will be some games played. I will have been playing at least one, possibly two games, which I'm very much looking forward to. Great! So, uh, yay! Uh, which would be pretty awesome. Oh, I forgot. I actually, with the parts from JP, I built the Sentinel. I did that this morning. Oh. Awesome! So, no. so, it's probably super important to know. It is. It's very important. It's more hobby progress than I have had today. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Um, now, let's move on to some of the stuff we've got in the hobby that we need to shout out for the hobby in general before we move on to uh, actually talking and moving into our episode proper with Oscar. Yeah. So, there's some stuff coming ahead of our normal... Um, are, we, are we doing this in date order or...? Not really. It's just general I'm, levels. I'm right. Right now, I'm holding the flyer to the Horus Heresy at the Nova Open. If you want me to shout it up. Uh, not yet. Hold right. that thought. Hold, hold that, that thought. Flyer. Hold that flyer. Make sure that's what's being held in your hand and nothing else. Um, Chris, <coughs> can yep. you start off with uh, the first thing we want to be talking about? Well, there, there's been a new Facebook page started up by one of the porters, right? There's yes. too many port. There are too many people in the porters, and so, so that's a surname that goes around. Silly, but it's the UK Horus Heresy events page, and there's going to read the description. This group is for event organizers, TOs, to freely advertise their Horus Heresy 30k events in the UK to potential players. Feel free to share events, posters, information here. Invite anyone you know on the Horus Heresy scene in the UK, and together we can make this a one-stop shop for finding events you want to go to. Please do not use the pay-to-sell trade, there are other places to do that, and it's really been populated during the last few days with events all over the place in the UK. That's pretty awesome. Uh, it's a really good initiative actually taken there to have that up and out and um, having it... Um, I can also mention that it's currently have... Uh, 234 something members so it's growing really nice and that's it's a really good initiative to be boosting the hobby in the uk uh here in sweden we have 30k sweden and uh, that's that's always a really good hub for events over here 
Uh, I don't know about the rest of the world, but if you've got that, please hit us up. I think there's a Oz, uh, Australian Heresy Community page, and I know well, that, they, got, they, like America there's has the podcast like, pages as well. They have Midwest, Texas, fucking Eastland, East Coast, West Coast. Like they have all that shit. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on there. So def- um, definitely a good move by the UK, the, the heartland of heresy, you would think. For sure. So well done, UK, for that. Um, there, so there's that one we wanted to shout out. Next one is, um, well, we have the MKA course coming to Sweden in the next, well, less than 10 days. Um, and then they will be going out to Australia during October this year. They're going out to Melbourne and Brisbane. And as part of their trip over there, uh, they are doing, there's going to be a fundraiser done. Now, there are, I'm going to read through this information. Uh, this has come from Tagged Events, so Andrew Hollis. A uh, big shout to uh, Andy Hollis there and what he's doing with the Tagged Events and the awesomeness that they're bringing to the heresy scene. So go take a look at them on Facebook as well. Um, so it is saying, this year we'll be running a fundraising event in conjunction with not one, but two MKA masterclasses being run in Melbourne and Brisbane. Both classes will be during October and will comprise of two two-day sessions, either side of a daming, uh, ga- uh, daming, daming gay, uh, gaming day, <coughs> God knows what just happened there, uh, to break things up. So Melbourne will be on the 9th of October through to the 13th, and there's a Facebook link which we'll put in our show notes. Brisbane will be the 16th of October through to the 20th. Again, we'll stick a note there. Uh, please be sure to jump onto those groups if you have interest in taking part of the course. Now, in a lead up to these courses, like last year, there'll be a donation driven uh, uh, event for Soldier On. For every 10 uh, Aussie dollars donated, you'll receive an entry into a draw for this year's prize. Drum roll, please. Alright, no drum roll. I'll try and remember to cut something in there to make it far more dramatic than <laughs> that. that silence. Okay. Thank you very much. And that is a custom-painted Sokar pattern Stormbird in the Legion colours of your choice by the MKA Studio team. Nice. For $10, you could potentially win that. 10 Aussie dollars as well, which is like, what, a packet of crisps? I don't know what the exchange rates... Well, uh, well for the go- you know, those of you in the UK, you might be a bit screwed, but we don't want to go into politics. But, um, but uh, after seeing a Stormlord live, you know, first a Sif and then multiple ones at Adepticon, I'm definitely going to get a raffle ticket. And seeing yeah, as I fucking th- Cole won the Warlord with his one tree, I'm banging, I'm going to be the one. Oh, no, I'm claiming it. I've been in, I, I, need, I, I need that in my life. Why? Because... Just because, because, really. I, I need some luck for once. Don't berate me this. Dude, you've got a sword. Yeah, so... Don't complain. Anyway. Well, given that he has a sword, it won't be hard to take the Stormbird from you. You know that? To be nice That's to him. true. But this is why we live in two different parts of the country. I feel slightly safe. Although he is... A, he is military okay let's not go down there um anyway it continues unlike last year however the prize will not be available for collection at the time of the draw for the obvious reasons instead once the winner is drawn they will liaise with the mk studios uh, to decide upon their preferred paint scheme and legion whereon it will be assembled and painted by the guys because of this the winner will almost certainly be required to pay for postage of the model once it is complete unless you want to meet the mk guys and pick it up personally so be a good excuse to go to the UK if you're not from the UK and 
whatever in general very cool very cool thing so when you make your donation be sure to include your name and contact details so they can get a record of you on the database for the draw and get in touch with you when you win see positive thinking and again that is a link which we will put in our show notes but it is as follows uh, all the information for the internet at the beginning is so https colon forward slash forward slash solderon dot giveeasy.org forward slash campaigns forward slash mka hyphen studios hyphen painting hyphen masterclass hyphen 2017 <gasps> and this is why we put links in our show notes and so, yes. so as I have to say Solderon is a massive good course and I actually donate there frequently so Whoever gets in there, fucking do the same thing. It's it's a yeah. thumbs up from Freddy, so it's always a good thing to be doing. And it was yeah. also the same charity they supported last year in Australia, didn't they? Yep. For the Alpha Legion Army. Yes, it is. Soldier on. It's a repeat, and that's uh, very important that yeah. we go out there and support that. You get involved and support it, and just like you said, you know that one ticket could win it, like Cole did to pick up the uh, um, to pick up the Warlord from last year's. Uh, event raffle charity fundraiser run by Freddy and um, yeah you never know what they could turn out for you so that's a pretty awesome prize that really is um, go on Freddy you've got a note in your hand you want to talk about it do you want to get out of the way now oh, uh, sorry I glued my fingers together okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, this is for an event held in Washington DC it's the Horror Her- Horus Heresy at the Nova Open and it's uh, August 31st to September the 3rd and uh, well it's uh, actually <laughs> okay I'm going to read it actually it's just outside DC at the Hyatt Regency Crystal City five minutes walk from uh, DC Metro stop for easy sightseeing the Adepte it's the same guys like I met at Adepticon and fucking like those guys are fucking they're, they're so good so definitely they run some fucking tight ass events so this is something I wish I could go there but I'm in Africa, so yeah, not gonna happen. Uh, anyway, so the Adepticon Horus Heresy team will be back at Nova this year to run a four days of a narrative Horus Heresy event. Uh, our registrations are way up from last year, but we still have plenty of spots available for all Heresy events. This will be much bigger and better than last year, and, uh, and last year was pretty fucking awesome. If you missed out on something at the Adepticon, this is your chance to get in all the events you want. All the events belongs to you. Uh, and where you go is www.novaopen.com backslash Warhammer 30,000. Awesome. And if you need more stuff, we'll, we'll try and post a link to the actual thingy on our show notes. Yes, we will. But I, I'll have to say, like, the meeting the crew from Washington, all the guys there, and like just the, the effort and the work they put into their events, like the narrative and the mega battle and the kill team and the somatolis and stuff, like man, if I wasn't busy, I would fucking start scalping for tickets to Washington for sure. Because this will be one of those fucking tight ass events and you will fucking love it for sure. So get there, P Square. I guess. Be there know. or be square. I think. Be there or be for. square. Fuck, I don't know. I'm so fucking. I'm still jet lagged. I'm so fucking tired all the time. I jet lagged and I had a couple of beers, so I'm like semi dying. But yeah, definitely. Like the guys are fucking. They're a tight crew and they they know 
narrative like there's no tomorrow and i love like the stories and the effort they go to go behind like the maps the campaigns the books the little tweaks and shit and the missions like all the customs missions and oh so good so much heresy sorry i have so a hard time i can't i can't concentrate anymore because all my blood is in my penis someone, <laughs> someone else take it from here someone else take it from there okay i'll jump in and take it from here while you go and have your moment um try to keep the noise down as you do now this if you remember a little while ago we shouted out and it's been shouted out uh, repeatedly on a number of the podcasts that there is a series of uh, ebay raffles or ebay auctions for toys for tots uh, via the freebooters network and just to refresh you guys uh, your memory the freebooters are a collective of hobbyists and in this case what they've done is they've put together i believe it's five armies and the the last army is what's just come up on ebay now and that is an imperial fists army look fucking amazing oh it's fucking baller it really is um but these guys have uh collectively painted these armies they're putting them up for auction and 100% of the auction money goes to charity and the charity Toys for Tots is for um, I believe it's US military if I remember rightly and they, they take these funds in and they are used to buy toys at Christmas time for underprivileged uh, or at risk children um, who wouldn't normally get the, the sort of love and attention that a lot of us take for granted for our families around Christmas time. So if that isn't a good reason to think about putting your hands in your pockets and try and actually win one of these armies and give some money to a good cause, I don't know this. Um, now, it is as of current standing, the listing current bid. Freddie, stop gluing yourself to yourself. We can hear it. Um, <laughs> is at 485 US dollars, which is approximately 4,257 Swedish krona, or like I said, probably uh, probably a multi-packet of uh, Aussie crisps. I don't know. Um, or actually, no, that's probably by the continent. And yeah, anyway. And in this army, what they have right now, just by the look of it, I can see what looks like two tactical squads, possibly uh, a heavy weapons team with what looks like last cannons, uh, possibly auto cannons. I can't see. Uh, there is a five-man Terminator squad, there is the Praetor and the Chaplain painted up, there is a uh, Contemptor with an Assault Cannon and what looks like a multi-melter option, a Drop Pod, two Rhinos, fully painted Edge Defense Line and a Spartan. All of that painted up to really good, really good quality. I mean, this is, I, I would probably put this tabletop or a little bit above tabletop just from the pictures that I can see, and I'm not, uh, I'm not it, claiming to be. I mean, to see, like talking to Ryan shot, it's a uh, high tabletop. High table, thank and you. And whoever the mongrel is that keep bidding over me, stop doing it. It's, <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit hard to actually see uh, see through some of the eBay picks, but uh, it looks really, really good quality. So no doubting those guys have done a fantastic job. But uh, again, we'll put the link in. It's on a 10-day auction which means that it's going to run out in nine days from when we're recording so somewhere in sort of five, six, five to six days from when you actually hear this episode drop so get on there if you've got the money do it it's such a worthy cause and you'll come up with an absolutely fantastic uh, army that will really be cheap as chips compared to what you'd have to pay for it yes the models they, alone yeah exactly yes the models alone are fucking worth more at least in current bidding 
Exactly. And, you know, see where that comes up. And I, I just think that's absolutely awesome opportunity. So, other than that, uh, I've covered those. You've covered the Nova. Chris has covered the UK group. Um, we should really mention the new stuff that's out. I think we should touch on that now before we go and touch on anything else. Um, looking at you there, Fred. Um, How do you Okay, I'm moving my hand. Yeah, for the first time. Um, so, new stuff that's come out. Uh, Chris, have you got it in you to go through the new stuff with us, buddy? <laughs> well, that depends on how honest you want me to be. Keep it top level honesty. Let's, let's remember that there are layers of topsoil we can go through and the ultra radiation can go through it, but let's just keep it top level, nice this, and easy. This is true, this is true. Uh, yep. the, all the Lord of the Rings stuff is still interesting. Really? Uh, it's interesting. Okay, fair enough. I don't enough. care much for it, but it's interesting. That's good to know. There's okay. uh, quite a debatable dwarf death roller out there. There's a weird dwarf that's actually using his beard as a floating device. Prehensile beard. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I'm training towards it like a Zen level. Yeah, it's you just need you. to let it grow a bit so it's actually longer than you. Okay, so I need a two and a half meter length beard. Eh, yep. Maybe not. Then, then you can make uh, fantasy make rugby. Fantasy, make fantasy well, rugby, shave my head and paint my beard ginger. Yay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then we have the Legio Custode Sagittarium Guard. Ooh, uh, golden boys with big ass bolt guns. With laser bolters. <laughs> laser <laughs> bolters are ultimate doom, aren't they? And there's it's base it's it's the arms, it's a gun, it's the head. That's the only thing. It's just a standard custard over that. Okay, but that's so actually these nice because yeah, they, you can buy them as an upgrade kit for sixteen pounds or an entire unit for fifty one. Nice, I guess if you, if that's your sort of thing. But that that's pretty much you know, you're not having to buy the, too many sets of these guys. Can, from my understanding, when it comes to a custodes army, anyway. Uh, and they're heavy just, support. They're heavy they're support. support. Yep. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, because oh. they have death rays. Okay. So they have death rays of doom. So that's some heavy support. Okay. Well, they're, they're not really bolted bolted marines. But I guess when we go through our Inferno special, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Well, in a few episodes' so time, that, that they, will be yours are, to talk about. Yeah, they have a combi weapon that works in every round of shooting. It's either a bolter or a death beam. So cool. there, there are more rules than that, but we, we will go through that. Yeah, there's, a, there's also a little, um, a little Tonka toy that's been released as well. Yeah, I really. Uh, now that I've seen it more, I'm not sure I like it anymore. Because it's got okay. an ele elephant head. Okay. And then it has what arms. Is it? What is it before we confuse everybody what we're, uh, we're bitching about? It's a tank with arms. It, okay. I don't think that's the technical description of said tank. Mechanicum, Mechanicum Caracnos Assault Tank, and it's a tank with arms. <laughs> it's a tank with arms. It's a tank with. Uh, what armaments are those? Are they uh, meant to be laser cannons, or are they... No, uh, those are uh, laser cannons. Or lightning laser. cannons. Lightning guns, I mean. Sorry. Lightning guns. And what and... I've seen, it uh, comes in a ridiculous amount of bits. Okay. And it seems like it's got a shit ton of rockets in there. Uh, those are mortars with uh, radioactive shells. Ooh. So oh, they, so they, are, is... they are quite nice. 
they're quite nice. But the more I look at it, the less I can get uh, away from it that it actually is a tank with arms. Well, you know, limbs, you should say, because everyone gets confused otherwise, because normally a tank comes with arms. Otherwise it would be fucking yeah, useless that's, as a that's, tank. That's, that's true enough, if you go by the military term arms, but if you just go by the regular term, it actually looks like it has arms. And if you look at it from behind, it looks like something that might be a droid, or a version of Wally. I was going to say this. This has got a Wally feel to it. <laughs> the way it's the way you're describing it, mate. I just look at it from it, a... look at it from behind. It has a, like a gas mask feel head with glowing eyes and arms on the head. Uh, look at it from behind. That's what she said. Um, I'm yeah, hopefully. Already, I'm already getting hot for heresy. Maybe I need one of these. I might. I I will probably get one or two for my reductor because they they are cool and they they're fluffy, but. I can't get away with it. That actually, currently, to me, it's like a like it has arms. Yeah, come up with something cool to make them to make it look more. Uh, I can understand. I can understand the design decision that moved away from just putting another sponsor on another tank in the 30k universe. Yeah. But it currently looks like they took the triarus and put thought, hmm, can't put sponsors on the giant places on the sides that we would be perfect for sponsors. You're just gonna put them on like an arm, and then hang them from the side, which also is quite interesting. Because how would you use these in game? Because the regular sponsor got a limited trajectory. This looks like it could actually move in quite interesting ways, including upwards and and you could probably just use it to fire across the hull, so you can shoot both sponsors in the same direction with the tank in the middle. But but don't worry, that'll be FAQ'd at some point. It really will. The ranking heresy FAQ is already super popular, so yeah. well, it's added on it, there. It's quite interesting that it has to be done, though. Yeah, well, no, it's, it's, it's well, interesting. Look, yes, after, unexpected, after going, no. After being, like, Horus heresy for 10 days, I would say the FAQ is, isn't really important. It's all about being cool dudes, and then it's all good. Awesome. Well, it's good to know. But yes, the 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 tank with arms is out. Um, so that that's one for all the uh, the, the tank with uh, limbs. Tank with limbs. Sorry, the tank with extruding uh, extruding armament okay. points. Let's uh, let's just merge these two arguments because look at it from the behind. You can just name it like a tracked robot with arms. And a gas track yeah. robot arms. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's robot that sounds arms. like all Mechanicum things. And it it, <laughs> it was also a slight uh, read in two ways, you know. Track robot with a uh, track robot with arms that go pew pew pew. Just read, just say it fast. So you can attract robot with arms. Track robot. No, I'm not even going to go there. Anyway, oh yikes. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Sorry, so <laughs> just got a very random pop-up of a, of a crocodile attacking somebody. That's always interesting. Uh, this is not um, a pe- pelican eating a dog or pigeon. Oh, I saw that one. That was fucking <laughs> horrific. Um, just, just like, excuse me a second while I snack on this. Om nom nom nom. The fuck? <laughs> and all the other birds, the, the, the larger ones, like the ducks, just walk around going, yeah, what the fuck? And then all the doves are like, fuck this shit, man, I'm out of here. <laughs> and he just strolls back into the water going, fuck yeah, I got this. You know, yep, 
that's the one. That's that's the crazy shit right there. Um, okay, so I think we've. Uh, I, I'm pretty happy to say that we've covered everything we need to cover here in the introduction. Do you guys disagree, or anything you want to shout out? No, I'm happy. Nothing to see here. Move along. Nothing to see here. Move along. You broke my Wookiee. Uh, okay, so <laughs> here we are, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to play out with a tune. And when we come back, we will be talking to Oscar from the Avarii series here in Malma, uh, talking about Avarii 5, all the cool stuff that's happened, will is happening, and will happen in the future. So we will be right back after this tune. Something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down being wrong Nobody's right If everybody's wrong Young people speak in their minds Are getting so much resistance From behind Time we stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Field day for the heat. A thousand people in the street singing songs and they carrying signs. Mostly say hooray for our side. It's time we stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. It will creep It starts when you're always afraid Step out of line The man come and take you away We better stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down better stop Now, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down And we're back, and as promised, our main segment tonight is all things Vario. Well, and by all things, I mean, well, we've got a lot to catch up on. We've got last year to finish up on. We've got the first event of this year to recap on and to generally talk about what's going to be happening with the Vario cluster going forward. And we just happen to have one of the men in the know. We happen to have one of the two Oscars, and... Please don't make me try and pronounce your name because you know I'm going to get it wrong and I feel like a bad enough fool as it is when I do that. So, Oscar, would you like to introduce yourself? (laughs) Uh, I'm Oscar and it's Sjöval Leonklev, which is the best (laughs) last name to uh, be pronounced by English-speaking people. Uh, And I am a militia player. 
Oh, you're oh, not just a militia, militia player. You are the militia player. Mm. Uh, I'm up to. I, I counted it yesterday. I'm, I'm up to like 275 completely painted guys and models. That's awesome, and you probably fit all that in a 2,000 point list. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't have enough slots. Oh. I need I need more. <laughs> if I do an allied detachment off militia, then uh, maybe. <laughs> hey, hey, bro! I saw you like got some militia, so I added some militia to your militia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pimp my right style. And just put all of the infantry down on Scandus and just say, "Deal with this. I'm gonna go. I have lunch." I wonder if I choose different provenances for the armies if they can count as different armies. You can't or, ally with your own faction. Oh. But or, if I choose different provenances, it's not the same army anymore. Rules-wise, they are. Oh. I know, right? <laughs> it's, um, it's quite annoying. But that's the same thing that you actually can take a right of war without ally detachment. But I could ally in Solar Axilia and get all the tanks from that. But yeah, if you also have the Russes, then use the... Ah, yes. <laughs> a plan is taking form. So it's basically just put down a tray of infantry. Uh, you can deal with this. I'm going to have lunch. I'll be back in half an hour. <laughs> just just take, them off the, take the models off carefully and place them here. Um, depending on the size of the pie plates you're putting down. Uh, just uh, just keep the tray on the table and then remove the tray, the tray when they're all dead. Yeah, I, I have this to look forward to because I'm going for a militia list at some point in the end of this year. It's, it's going to be so much fun. But mm. 270 plus models. Hell man, that is a lot of models. Mm. And um, yeah. All painted, all base. Which is awesome source. It's about 270 more than my current mechanic army. No comment mm. on that one, Chris. <laughs> oh. So, um. yeah. So, 275 models of militia, a reputation of being the, the, the militia player. Uh, let's, let's talk about last year. Because, uh, I, I mean, personally, uh, Ivarii Cluster kicked off with Ivarii 1. Have you? Did you play militia the entire entirety of last year? Did you try go with something yeah, different? Yeah, I did. You did. No, I, I I played militia during the entire war, but I changed militia. I started out with uh, uh, more like uh, grenadier force with uh, rusts yeah. and tanks, and then I progressed over into moving into the cult section of the militia with no tanks <laughs> and only infantry guys uh, and monsters and beasts and stuff like that. And yeah, you've got a really uh, interesting composition. I say interesting. You use um, how, how do you sort of build that army? Because it's it's going to become relevant when we start talking about all the events. Believe me. Which one, the Grenadier or the Colt? The Colt one. The Colt one. Because that that's uh, the army. <laughs> I'm going for uh, a lot of. Uh, I don't use any uh, Russ. Uh, I'm only heavy support choices. I only use for uh, spawns because I felt like it's if you're going to use Lehman Russes and. Uh, and cults, it's it's not that fun. Well, cults in itself, it's maybe not that fun for most people uh, opposing it. But if you use, I could have like I've seen pictures of armies on the internet where they had like nine vanquisher tanks plus 108 levies, 80 levies, and that's mm. that's that's harsh. <laughs> yeah, that's more than harsh. That's well, okay. So you you won this game. We haven't rolled any dice yet. Yeah, what, what you won. Congratulations. Um, and to me, that's not too much fun. I'm more like it fluffy, so I only use like a, in this army a Stormhammer and a Gorgon. Those are, were my only tanks. The rest were pure infantry. Awesome. 
absolutely awesome i love that um it, it i just love like the cult horde um in general as uh it, it's it's so fun <laughs> especially with, on the trader side um just being able to do sort of fun crazy conversions and generally mm. put out massive idea uh, massive armies um, and yeah. like you say keep that foot slocking kind of feel but you've gone for a specific look with your your particular army haven't you with the as far as the mm. infantry men are concerned yeah, yeah, I've gone for the uh, like pre uh, what's the word pre warp mutations sort of. So uh, it's like factory workers drafted to. Uh, well, here's a shovel going to the field. Oh, and you're scared, huh? Well, we'll give you this pill, and you'll act crazy. Uh, <laughs> or uh, so like constant stim drugs. That's the story of it. Uh, instead of the what's it called? Um, Instead of the like mutations and stuff and the belief in chaos, so they're more or less just as steam crazy uh, factory workers. Uh, and the ad humans, of course, are the more stronger factory workers, <laughs> <laughs> the heavy lifters. <laughs> and the spawns, I use models that look uh, somewhat close to the ogrins, so that the spawns are genetically modified ogrins. Um, so the entire army is not chaos looking. Mm but it's still an impressive sight and all the models looks like they have a 6 plus save <laughs> they have long class <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> so cool um, I actually upgraded one squad for Avaria at this time I gave uh, I changed one squad of levies mm -hmm. uh, that have weapon skill 2 and 6 plus save I made a squad of uh, regular uh, militia infantry Entry because they're the only ones who can use the Gorgon mm -hmm. uh, as a dedicated transport. And I gave them uh, shields, and therefore they became uh, weapon skill 3 and a 5 plus save. My word, <laughs> a weapon skill 3 militia man. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. the riot shield did, it, did everything. <laughs> Obviously. Mm, and they can only be bought in squads of 20, which is awful. <laughs> what, mag I mean, max 20 squad. or minimum 20? Um, uh, minimum and max 20. You buy them in sizes of 20. Just okay. Oh well, It'd be cool if you could do them in bobs like the uh, like the levies and get forty of the dudes rocking around. That would be hilarious. Uh, a levy squad can actually be fifty. If fifty, but that's you can't move around. I tried it one game. <laughs> it was impossible to play because I ended up in a close combat where I didn't ever get to strike back because the models in close combat died and then they were moving across the board <laughs> into this close combat because the the blob was so big that it was like covering and. Uh, an area of like 18, 18, 18 inches. <laughs> so, nah. It's not doable with a squad of 50. Okay, well, and then I'm good. I'm doing two level, two squads of 40 beastmen, so I I'm happy. I think 40 is uh, the top of what you can actually play with that's manageable. I have uh, five squads of 30. Uh, and that works. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, that's good to know. So, let's talk of Vario. Can you, mm. you, you are part of the organizing team. Mm. You have been since uh, day one, I believe, because I, mm. I remember when we sat down a long time ago and we started talking about miniature gaming at Spell and Seuss a long time ago. And mm. tell us, give us a, give us, give, literally, give us a first time listeners sort of view of um, what Vario was last year to start with. 
Uh, Avaria was uh, sort of a kickoff for uh, 30k players uh, when it began last year. It was to uh, like give all the new 30k players. There were some 30k players who have like these grand armies, several thousand points already. But there were some of us included who didn't have that much points uh, and wanted something to strive towards instead of just. The regular games are fun, but it's always fun to have like a tournament or an event to look forward to where you need to clean up your stuff and acquire more stuff, of course. Uh, and the Avari guy was this progression that was first uh, 1,500 points, then 2,000, then 2,500, and then an apocalypse game for those people who wanted to play that, and, and so on and so forth. So it was a con constant progression of your own army. Um, and that was great, because so many people got really hooked into 30k. And... Uh, and Avaria got so popular in the end that a lot of people became coming, even from overseas, from England. We had a, uh, one person who came, and we have a lot of Danish people coming. Um, so it's really great. Uh, you need that kind of, in my in my opinion, you need that kind of a progression goal gaming in order for you to have something to look forward to uh, with your army and expanding it and gaming with different people, changing the meta, and then going back to your army, replacing stuff, and acquiring more all the time. Making Forgewood rich, uh, <laughs> so um, yeah. Very much making Forgewood rich. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's got to get rich from our game. <laughs> yeah, I, st I still have that. I still have a piece of paper on the front of me that's uh, that is effectively idea, hobby, space, rich. I'm still trying to mm. work out step four. Haven't worked mm. that one out. Mm. But uh, some some point, I shall, I'm sure I shall come up with it. I don't think it's going to be podcasting, but you never know. Hey, never know. <laughs> you might be your channel might be bought by eBay or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe we can sell it to PewDiePie for something, and you know he makes enough money these days. Yeah. He could buy it for a couple of million and make us all happy. Uh, my students told me he quit. He quit. Oh. he had a bit of problems with uh, racism and stuff. Oh, he got okay. dropped by Disney. Oh, he got okay. dropped by most of everyone that sponsored him. Oh, he? Okay. he went crazy, did it? Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, if the biggest sponsor drops you, I have a lot of students that listen to him, and they said he quit. They didn't give me any details. But, oh, okay. Well, that night. Okay. Uh, now I know. <laughs> there's there's quite a lot to it, but we shouldn't go into it here. Let's yeah. talk about PewDiePie, best <laughs> yeah. brand game heresy podcast ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go on the tangent of all tangents. Even Northern Heresy would be proud of. Um, mm. Or maybe not. Um, <laughs> So, well, our, your international listener will know who he is. Uh, our one international good. listener will know who it is. Yes, you're right. Uh, you uh, yeah, what? Five or six. Do we? Awesome. And yeah. I, I, I like to stay on top of these things. Um, so, last year it was, as you say, it was a uh, slow build, slow build campaign, and it was played as part of the the Avarii cluster itself. Um, yeah. Was effectively two two planets. You had primary. And sec uh, I think it's primary secundus, if I remember rightly, or primary secondary mm -hmm. of REI, and uh, yeah. something along those lines. And um, my word, did it get down to the wire at the very end? Yeah, I, I don't remember who won. The uh, <clears throat> not the traitors. Or won, sadly. Still... <laughs> <laughs> one point in it, literally one point, one victory oh, yeah. point that came, came down to on the very last day. Oh, yeah. yeah, and whose fault was that? Was it mine? Jesus Christ! Oh, actually, no, it was my fault. I brought Lex over. He won all his games. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Jane. It's all my fault. I'm bad. Oh well. But didn't you play Twitter? 
I played traitor, yeah. I was playing traitor yeah, spoilist and came over with the space walls and kind of, you know, jumped up and down on people. Uh, but yeah, what's the drop of this? No. No, it was what it was the um, Falchion list. The thinking out of Falchion in his list and uh, uh-huh. dreadnoughts and crazy stuff. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I'm not accepting full blame, but minor part of the blame I'm sure will be leveled at me for yeah. that one. But. Um, so what what has sort of happened to the Avarii cluster uh, since that? Um... Uh, last year, during the the final events, uh, this guy Kala made um, an awesome interactive uh, map where you uh, when you he made this uh, the map into uh, uh, a lots of squares uh, hexagons, and when you took a, you were battling about the uh, you were battling this concerning these squares and when you took one it changed to red for traders and blue for uh, loyalists and uh, he expanded this map for this year uh, so now it includes an asteroid field and a space station and also uh, there are some more key objectives on the map which are um, like uh, hive cities uh, uh, forge plants and um, I think it's comm stations as well mm-hmm. and if you take those you can get a bonus or a drawback depending on you roll a dice and on a one you get something bad and on a six you get something good that's pretty uh, cool that's pretty simple I, I took I took three spots and I rolled uh, uh, twos <laughs> all three times oh, no. nothing, nothing, nothing for me but no good no bad no, nothing no, no fun stuff in order to take one of those places, you had to win uh, your battle uh, with double the points as your opponents. So if he got two, you had to have four. Oh wow! A victory, that is. No pressure. <laughs> no, it was fun. Yeah, and uh, I know this this year there's something else different with the Avarii system or the Avarii, the Avarii event, I should say, and that is character pro- progression. Yeah, uh, there are no special characters allowed. Uh, I don't know if he's changing Oscar, the uh, the one who writes the fluff and mm-hmm. the uh, the rules for the event. Uh, if he's gonna change it so you can have um, special character, but they cannot be your force commander. Okay. Uh, but but this event there was no special characters at all allowed, and um, because you had to have a generic uh, character as your warlord, and the warlord during the battle, if you survived, got to roll on a character development chart, and you could get um, plus two weapon skill, toughness, initiative, all the stat lines, or you could get a special rule. Um, and if your uh, faction, traitor or uh, loyalist, won, you got an upgrade point, which you could spend on. I don't know. I didn't get any upgrade points. I don't know what you could spend on those. Uh, <laughs> but you got the points that you could spend to improve your warlord. So a uh, generic guy a generic, yeah, maybe a chaplain yeah. could become really, really powerful. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. It, it helps build a fluff of the uh, of the armies as well that way. Yeah, and if, as I said, you could take these stations on the map, and if you took like a comm station, if you rolled a six, you got a paragon blade. It would be really cool if you, as a character that couldn't have a paragon blade, certainly got one. Oops. Wait, what? Say that again? What? Uh, that that, sorry, I just heard you, you got a power, Paragon Blade for like seven and a half points. I think I misheard that one. No, 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 you didn't get any points for no points. You got it for free. <sighs> oh, Christ, okay. <laughs> so here, I have a free Paragon Blade. Warlord. Okay, fair enough. 
Fair enough. I was just, it's been a long day, and I apologise to our uh, listeners. <laughs> I, I may be getting slightly confused on some of these details. Um, <laughs> oops. I, I will. I will try and uh, clear out my ear holes and pay more attention. So, uh, this first event wasn't wasn't a, it wasn't a new series. It was a continuation of the previous one. Mm. So this was FREI five. Yeah. And how was uh, it? How was it formatted? Uh, me and Oscar had a deal because I wanted more people to get involved into 30k mm-hmm. uh, so we talked about it and uh, so in the end we agreed that we don't want to discourage the one who has these collected for a long time and had these grand armies uh, but we also wanted to encourage all the new players we have all the 30 curious ones um, so we uh, made up so half the players it were 24 players, so 12 players had uh, 1,500 points and played four games. And the rest 12 had uh, 2,500 points and played uh, three games. Um, so to encourage new and old gamers. And it worked really well. Uh, very positive feedback about that. Uh, and a lot of the new people who just painted up their armies were really happy that they could join. Uh, some of them had an experience like, wow, okay, shit, the meta is crazy. And some of them had like, wow, I need to get this stuff and that one, and I need to get that Caribdis and so on, so on. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> I think that was pretty much uh, that. That's actually very reminiscent of my my, uh, my own experience after uh, mm. <laughs> after the Avari three. It was like, oh, this was awesome. How the hell am I going to survive the next event? <laughs> so they jack it up another five hundred points. I need transports <laughs> and I need something big. There you go, yeah. Typhon. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> shit. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, uh, I was so glad to see that you're putting that balance together with the, the new and the existing players. Mm. I think that's going to be a continuing theme uh, for the Avaris this year because we have a lot of people that's constantly coming in into the game. But maybe in the next one, we only have six spots for the 1500 players uh, and more spots for the one who has expanded the, their armies the ones that had 1500 points this time because you need this progression in your army you want to feel more you want to get more you want to show off your painted stuff yeah uh, so uh, it's a good way it's a good way so as you say open it up give people a chance to step in and then say right okay now we're uh, going to bump the evening uh, we're going well, to bump the evening bump bump the uh, bump the entry and now, now there's only a few of you, so some of you are going to have to man up and step up to the to the next league, and you know, mm. swallow that bitter Forge World pill, <laughs> and, and make sure you yeah. keep it over 250 pounds for that free shipping. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's strange how similar heresy events and drug addiction sounds. Eh? Yeah. Just need that. Just need that uh, hit after hit after hit after the first little taste. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's Freddy's way of doing things. The first taste is free, and I think I think it's a successful um, business plan to build any sort of Forge World related stuff on. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to paint it as well, does he? Uh, but the, most of the time he does. Uh, mm-hmm. Although currently he's uh, he outsourced a lot. He's outsourced a lot of his stuff for Adepticon just due, through to uh, sheer time. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, no, he 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 is he is somebody who puts his uh, money where his mouth is. For sure, um, but uh, yes, opposed to the rest of us. 
I'm not saying a word. I've got I've got a very nicely fully painted army, but you know. Um, I I have to. Yeah. Still people complain. Still people complain. You just have to show up with one. Just saying. Mm. Of your own. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let, let's not get. <laughs> this could turn easily turn into one of our uh, our famous uh, uh, slanging matches. So let's not do that. Um, <laughs> so. You, you, as you said, you know, there are lots of new players there. I mean, was there a good spread of new players? I mean, was it um, as in new faces or were people starting new armies? How was that kind of mm. working out? To me, uh, a lot of the faces weren't new because they are the people that play experiences, the gaming locale, uh, quite often. And I've seen their 30k armies go on, gone from like 500 points to this 1500. Yeah. Uh, so to me, they weren't new faces, but uh, to a lot of the regular guys, they were new, uh, and it was fun. Cool. And yeah, really was. Uh, so um, and yeah, but there was my first game against this guy, uh, Dennis. Really nice guy. Uh, I had never played against him before, never seen him before, uh, and he just shows up with a two and a half thousand points uh, Imperial Fist army. So it was really cool. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> just like this is my first win bam there he goes and it was his uh, I felt kind of bad for him because I had a pretty hard army really and, well, it was hard uh, and this was his first 30k game after not playing miniature games for a long time and uh, well <laughs> didn't yeah. go the best uh, I tried to be as like positive as possible and uh, give him all the tips and uh we went over time maybe like a half an hour because yeah. we talked a lot. Uh, but but still, it was quite unlucky for him to face me the first game ever. Like, now we could have maybe. Are, are, you, are you kindly, and I do mean kindly, trying to say you curb stomped in like a knock at a biker rally? I think I won maybe like 23 0 victory points wise. Ow! Yeah. Mm. That's American. That's kind of American history X kind of curb stomping. Yeah, you got points for killing units, uh, points for warlord, and then points for every unit scoring unit that was across the field. And he had a lot of small units, small guys, and I killed everything. And his warlord, and I got six scoring units on his side. Um, so yeah. <laughs> he didn't get the best, and he didn't kill a single full unit. Uh, so. Yeah, no, mm. I once got left with one ogre with one with one wound though, so it was almost dead. But but still, it was over. You almost got there, so close, almost got so, so close. close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a theme for uh, the rest of the games as well. So <laughs> almost. Aha! Uh-huh. Well, this this is going to be good. So. Let's uh, let's expand a little bit on that tale of your of your first game in a bit if we can go into a bit more detail on that and so tell us what what sort of the scenario was how how the game sort of played out at the big two and a half thousand point level mm-hmm. what was how was that working yeah as I said I was playing two and a half thousand points and we had uh, three games during the day and uh, I faced uh, an imperial fist my first game and then I played mechanicum and then finally blood angels. Um, and I had my militia list, which was uh, uh, I had my warlord, uh, a fully kitted out force commander uh, with uh, three plus invulnerable save, power fist, and well, what is it, digital laser? Well, yeah. That's it, totally. Uh, 
is not the toughest guy in the bunch, uh, but still, he has a 3 plus invulnerable save. And, uh, a, and a power fist. Uh, strength 6. It's still enough to annoy people. To be, yeah, uh, you're not going to delight Marines, to be fair. No, no, he won't. <laughs> uh, he's good at fighting, standing behind something, a lot of something. Uh, and then I had uh, two Rogue Psyker, one Alpha and one regular. They didn't do anything. I think I got off two Psychic Powers during all my three matches. <laughs> awesome. Really nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're sheep, so they did their part. They are like, uh, they're like 35 points, aren't they? Yeah, 50 for uh, their uh, Alpha. No, 60, actually. 60. Um, and then I had my uh, five squads of 30 levies um, each. So it's a lot of models in the field. 150 and, yeah. models. <laughs> Dude. And then, and then for my final troop slot, I had uh, a squad of regular militia infantrymen. And they had with them a uh, Gorgon heavy transport, uh, which I just painted up. Uh, really nice. I was building that. I need to tell the Gorgon story. Uh, worst forgery model ever. Okay, uh, come on. Hit us, hit us <laughs> with the Gorgon story. <laughs> uh it was very expensive. It's like 130 pounds or something. And then it arrived, and its base plate is like thin resin, and it's really, really big. Uh, and I was like, what? And it was so bent, I had to dip it in hot water like five or six times and then stample a pile of books on top of it and leave it there for <laughs> like two days. And then I had to reheat it and do the same thing again for like a week. <laughs> like Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then, and I re really pissed up because it's um, uh, in the militia army. It can be kitted out with last cannons, which is the best option for it. Uh, but of course, it doesn't arrive with any last cannons. So uh, <laughs> I had to order bits from another company and build my own last cannons on it. Uh, and also in 30k, it's not open top, so I sealed it off with plastic card. It really turned out great, though. Uh, I'm really happy with it. It did but look still. stunning, I have to admit. It really, I did. I mean, I, I did actually manage to make it down to the event, um, and I yeah, I saw you had your kid with you. Uh, you? Both of them. Um, huh? It's uh, yeah, it's very easy to assume. I just had one because my son was very happily bouncing around and trying to go everywhere with me, and my daughter was very happy sitting up, uh, watching my telephone and eating uh, chocolate <laughs> chocolate cake at every given opportunity. I think she managed to <laughs> snag like three or four pieces off different people, going, "Would you like some chocolate cake?" And she just sort of batted her eyes about, "Yes, please." <laughs> I think it's uh, it's not the kid you can see you have to watch for. Mm, yeah, true. true, true. I've got her trained well. You just need to be aware of that. Just be aware. Mm, nice. It's true. Oh. <laughs> so you saw the Gorgon. Yeah, I'm, I'm really I happy did. with Wade Turned Earth. Uh, it got a lot of uh, glaring at the uh, event. Positive glare, that is. Uh, so now it's one of the best pieces I've ever painted, actually. To to brag to myself, but uh, but still, the build was uh, horrible. <laughs> That's worst. Nah, no. I'm not going to build another one for a long time. <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that's where you've got to get. You know, you get the payoff by painting an epic model. You know, you, you get you get the epic paint job is the payoff. It's kind of like the uh, the modeling gods going, yes, we know, mm. we yeah. understand. It's up there with the fire raptor, by the sounds of it. It's like, yes, yeah. we know, we appreciate, we understand how this is. It's okay, mm. just, just, yeah. just calm. Yeah. We'll give you a night. You can paint this model to, to, you know, 
high standard and you'll be very, very happy. <laughs> and and also, on. before I talk about my games, I need to make a rule statement because the Gorgon is a super heavy transport with a uh, with space for 40 models, uh, but it's a dedicated transport, and I've been in contact with Forgeworld, and when I tell them that, well, you have a dedicated transport that's a super heavy, so what's your verdict? Can I place it on the field with 40 guys in it, or no? And they were like, good question, and that's it. Well, <laughs> I think so like, uh, the, the community consensus is that you, you can, but if you want to put more stuff in it, Basically, have to look at it and uh, ask your opponent really nicely. Mm. I've, I said to all my opponents uh, that I don't care about the dedicated transport rule. I'm going to put some ogrins in it <laughs> at the beginning, uh, the, like before the game starts. So it's going to be placed on the field with the militia, the, their dedicated unit plus a squad of ogrins. And no one had an issue with it. Because it's like no. it's 300 it, plus point uh, It makes sense. It really makes sense. Yeah, because it's a 300 plus points transport that you can only place on the field half full. Yep. Let's make it. <laughs> so. uh, that's crazy. Because you have to wait a turn to put more stuff Yeah, in but uh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it will never be used. Uh, so I overruled that in all my games and, and told my opponents, so, uh, just so for the rulers out there, so uh, they know. Um, and then, yeah, and then continuing with, I had this squad of 20 uh, regular militia infantry, and they had the uh, uh, the Gorgon. This squad, though, uh, the levies don't, are not versatile because they're strength 3, rending, but still strength strength 3. Uh, and the only one who can come up to 13 is their sergeant with an augmented weapon, giving him a strength 4. So if he rolls a 6, 5 or 6 on the rend, he can come up to strength 13 and therefore can glance uh, a dreadnought. But uh, and he can't have any melter bombs or anything, so uh, they're not versatile. But the regular infantry squad, can, their sergeant can have power axe and melter bombs, so that squad becomes immediately more dangerous uh, because it can fight everything. With uh, you have 19 guys standing in front, and then you have a guy with a power axe and melter bombs wielding behind them. So um, that squad is much better than the levies. Uh, only comes in size of 20, but still. Uh, Oh dear. Um, <laughs> and then I had uh, four elite choices. Uh, I, I didn't have any fast attack. Uh, no points for that. Uh, and for the elite choices, I had two squads of uh, six Ogrins, uh, identical squads. And one squad had uh, the, the squads had two power axes, uh, three combat shields, and one boarding shield yeah. to give this the ultimate awful. <laughs> so uh, the board. Shield for countering charges and the combat shields for like prolonging their lives, uh, and then the power axes for the the bashing. Um, Very much the bashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strength six, <laughs> three attacks. Well, so it's got to count and somewhere. And rending, and rending from that, you kill most tanks. Um, I can imagine actually. <laughs> and then uh, we had, I had uh, for heavy support, I had the. Uh, Two units of six spawns, uh, which are my fast and heavy hitters. They die quite easily, though, uh, because they have no save. Strength toughness five, but still no save. So you can bolt them to death. Um, therefore, I have my squads of six, so it's 18 wounds, fearless. Moving 12, assaulting beasts, so they ignore terrain and have fleet. So 
It's a really two really really fast units. I'm gonna paint up another one so I have three of them just to be nasty. Um, <laughs> just to be nasty. It's that, as if that's the only nasty no, thing. Sure. Thank you very much. Let's clarify that part. <laughs> <laughs> For the opponents, I don't like. <laughs> oh, so if you see that on the table, you know you you know that you're just not in that club of good people. You're in trouble. <laughs> uh, and then for my Lord of War, I had a Stormhammer uh, with targeters, and I uh, and like two upgraded last cannons. So instead of multi lasers, he had last cannons. The targeters gave it uh, ballistic skill four, um, and I yeah I gave it armored ceramite as well. <laughs> <laughs> just for for long longevity, um, and yeah, that was it. That's two thousand five hundred points, and that's what is it? Thirty. It's around two hundred models. I can't count now. Too late. Oh, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah. You can. Yeah. Right, okay, sorry. Hang on one second. Skype has just done a complete um, fizzle on me. You might get cut off. I don't know. It's just decided to freeze. So give me one second for the note of uh, the time. Uh, out at 00.45. And just in again. In at 00.46. Okay, so I'll just... Uh, Count back in uh, in a couple of seconds. We'll just carry on, and we'll just just plow into. Once we've got now, we've got your list. Just plow into, like you said, your opponent's list, and then just quickly rattle through the key highlights of game one. Sound good? Yeah. Awesome. Let's do that then. So cover you in three, two, one. So uh, that that's a, a very large amount of P models and a very large mm. list. So um, yeah. What about the, what about your poor opponent? What 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 were you facing at that point? Uh, he was actually fielding an army that could have been good versus me. Uh, he had some bad rolls and some bad deployments, but it was his first game, so it's 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 understandable. He had uh, two large units of uh, he had a chaplain and then another character I don't know, but the chaplain was his uh, warlord and. He had two 20-man squads of regular infantry, uh, marines though, because the uh, Imperial Fist do get an extra ballistic skill to their bolters, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, well that's the, so, um, what's it called, uh, Stone Gauntlet? No, mm. that's no. the Legion rule. Ah, okay. okay. You get uh, it for bolters and heavy bolters and quad bolters on infantry. Mm. And, oh. so. and uh, he had a really nice... Uh, a lot of uh, had two contemptors and then and a regular like 40k dreadnought. I don't know what is, what is it called. The box dread. Yeah, the box dread. The box dread. He had a box dread and two contemptors and a leviathan. It was pretty cool. Wow. Uh, lots of lots of ter uh, dreadnoughts running around. Um, and uh, the box dread came in via uh, dreadclaw and he also had the um, <laughs> the glaive tank but a smaller one. The Predator Glaive, what's it called? Oh. The one who shoots, shoots the beam. Oh, Christ. Uh, oh, now you've got me trying to remember rules. This is always a bad thing. Chris, come on, you've got to do something useful. Yeah, I'm thinking. 
Uh, no matter, anyway. he had made a really nice conversion uh, with a rogue trader Rhino. Uh, he had played a lot of uh, 40k and rogue trader back in the day, and now he just came back to it. Um, that's why he ended up with 30k. We were, we were out launching afterwards, so we talked a bit. Um, so, but he really made a nice conversion of the rogue trader Rhino with some customized this lance cannon. On top of it, it was really cool. Awesome. Mm. So what was, what was that was that was his army, uh, two thousand five hundred points. Okay. So what was what was the key highlights of that that sort of uh, epic contest of uh... the, the, the key highlight that he had a warlord trait of uh, redeployment, yeah. and he had placed all his dreadnoughts on one side facing, um, well, facing the levies or you know, the horde, so to speak, and and yeah, and uh, most of my ogrens and. Uh, he uh, redeployed the Leviathan because I put the Gorgon, he deployed first, and I uh, redeployed and I put my Gorgon right in front of his, because the Gorgon is really, it's not easy to kill from the front because it always has an invulnerable save of 5 plus and a 4 plus versus uh, blasts on template weapons, and that plus 9 hold points and armored ceramite makes it an extremely hard vehicle to kill. That sounds, that sounds uh, like, he, he, that sounds like uh, what is it, an upgraded... Um... <laughs> like it's got an upgraded flare shield on there or something. Yeah, but it has a ballistic skill three, so. <laughs> okay, may, may, maybe it, not completely it, awesome then. No, no, it doesn't deliver when it comes to shooting, <laughs> ever. <laughs> it, at least not yet. Uh, and I placed it right in front of his, uh, across the field from his the the predator, last tank, and um, so he redeployed his leviathan over there next to it, uh, which was in train. Uh, and the highlight of the game was his Leviathan rolling his move to cover, but still rolling like three ones. And then he rolled again, and then it rolled three twos. So the Leviathan didn't get anywhere. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> that hurts. Uh, and then uh, I got to charge it with uh, the squad with the Melta Bomb and my HQ, which, well, two Melta Bombs. Yeah, it, it blew up. But when it blew up, it killed like. What is it? Thirty-five models. <laughs> Damn! It's a really nice explosion. <laughs> awesome. And I was because the the mission was to uh, get over all your scoring units to your opponent's side. So just behind this close combat was a lot, a lot of like three squads of levies clumped up in order to claim the victory points. And when he the Leviathan exploded, I rolled a six, and then I rolled another six for the D three, so he touched everything. And then I rolled the additional strength, and I rolled, of course, a five, so there was strength seven explosion. <laughs> so, well, yeah, like thirty six models got vaporized to get with the Leviathan. <laughs> it's just, uh, if I'm going down. I'm taking all of you with me. Yeah, a small nova just explodes. Yeah, and also he had the worst luck ever because I. One of my squads uh, of uh, beasts, I had to randomize their their skills, and I rolled like they get five of save, which is the worst. So I was like, ah, I'm gonna waste those guys into close combat and just hold them up. Yeah. And I ran into close combat with, with his big 20 man squad with his chaplain in it. Yeah. And all the ones, all the spawns I had in close combat with the chaplain hit the chaplain. Was like, well, I maybe can take one or two wounds. I'm, I'm, let's see. And I rolled attacks and I hit like with wounded with five wounds. And he says, well, it's fine. I'll take it on the chaplain as a 2 plus. And, uh, and plus a field of pain because I had a apothecary in it. And of course, he rolls like five ones. And then he rolls like five twos. 
<laughs> so uh, that was unexpected, and his chaplain died. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Sometimes it could be God dose off, God dose off forever in your favor, by the sounds of it. Yeah, we were both kind of surprised by that one. It was like, what? <laughs> Did that just happen? Uh, oh well. <laughs> um, that's the danger of having a two plus. When the ones hit you, they really do. Yeah, yeah, and I I remember that. I very much remember that from Scandas last year, actually. We <laughs> had some very 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 heart stopping moments with dice, and uh, I, I I I've been close to tape flips <laughs> with dice. I think we've all been there. Glorious table flips. Yeah, it's just a, a, I have to admit, for uh, Heresy is one of those games where I've gone in my brain. I'm gonna flip the. I can't afford to flip the table. <laughs> oh. I can't. You'll do lose it. your house. The problem. Yeah, it's just like I can't. Uh, maybe my models, but if I just walk around and flip them, then I'm not flipping to the opponent's models, and I don't have to worry about. Oh shit! <laughs> At which point the fight has gone out of you, and just I can't be asked. <laughs> But uh, it sounds it sounds like a good game. So you, you made the list. You came yeah, up with uh... Uh, Dennis was a really nice opponent, and we had a lot of rule talk and a lot of strategic. And I tried to explain everything I did and why I did it yeah. to him, so he could get it. And he, uh, and his reaction was like, "Oh yeah, so there are armies like this. Well, I need to get more quad motors. Oh yeah, he had two quad motors. Sorry, I forgot that. Ah. His reaction was he wanted to get more quad motors. Yes, yes, they're big and clever. Especially if you put Phosphex with them. <laughs> yeah, but my Stormhammer made the... Uh, because they're the only target that was really dangerous to me, so I put everything I had onto the Squad Motors with the Stormhammer. Uh, <laughs> and it killed them off quite easy. Yeah, it Captain 7 isn't that powerful against Strength 9. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. No, that makes a whole lot of sense. So you pulled out a, a 23 to nothing victory on that first yeah, one. Yeah, it was something I don't remember exactly. We started, stopped counting. Uh, <laughs> Just uh, ouch! You stopped counting. <laughs> no, it was more because, and we, and we were like, yeah, he was. He, we were both in agreement that I won the game, but he wanted to. Yeah, let's game on. I said, yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. So, uh, and then we had the epic Leviathan moment where he killed everything in his <laughs> own destruction. <laughs> no, I killed so much stuff. That's yeah, he was the most successful Iron Hands uh, 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 Imperial Fist model in that game. <laughs> <laughs> By being bitter and blowing himself up, I like it. Unless you actually count the points, right? Yeah, if you count the points, then no. <laughs> <laughs> Impressive. Yeah, that might be... I think he, that was, he killed around maybe like 200 points in that last, maybe, tops. Because he killed uh, uh, several sergeants and they had the best weapon, the augmented weapon and such. So, And one of the psychers he killed as well. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> because he was strength 7, so he instant killed the psyker. <laughs> very, very cool. So that 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 was basically the, the Nova moment, as I've said before, of the game. What about let's move on to game two? Actually, let's just talk between game one and game two. And generally on the day, was there anything anything special, like anything to do with painting awards or like lunch? Pardon? Lunch. Lunch. Okay, lunch. That's always important. We went to uh, to Burger King. It was nice. Yeah. Well, there, to be fair, there's some decent food places around there. Can't really argue about that. No. Uh, because we went overtime, like a half an hour, so we had to run over there, and then we came back and. All people have already started setting up their games, and we're like, oh. <laughs> um, well, awesome. So, what was game two? Then, uh, game two, I faced Mechanicum, Eric, 
that's, guy from Denmark and faced him. That's when I actually I think I was around. Uh, that's when I showed up. So I remember so you guys doing uh, it. Yeah, I played him before uh, last year during another Avari. Uh, um, he was not prepared for the levies and the militia army then. Uh, he was more prepared for it now because he had a really anti-militia <laughs> army this time. It was really funny. Uh, he had, um, he, as I said, he played Mechanicum and this, uh, where the uh, robots get ignore the terrain if it's ruins. I don't know. Mechan- I don't have that book, so I don't know about it. Um, to me, it's a lot of. Shen- to me, it's a lot of. Uh, well, it's a skill five shenanigans. <laughs> that's, uh, that sounds like the War Covenant if he's playing. Because mm. uh, they got. Mm. And he had the uh, the Land Raider with the uh, Flamers. The also uh, mechanical shenanigans. Uh, Torrent uh, Fleshbane Flamers. Yep. Uh, uh, irradiation oh. engines. Oh, awful. Uh, and in it he had these uh, Myrmidons with the same horrible weapon and plus his. Uh, uh, Lord, which was a, uh, I don't know, heavy hitter, uh, mechanicum, techno dude. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I don't know my the terms correctly. Uh, and uh, then he had uh, two of these uh, drones, the new ones, oh. really cool, super. And he, he has such a nice painted army. He has these like volcanic theme with flames, uh, like a hot rod flames, and uh, the bases are really volcanic with crystals. Really nice looking army. Really, really nice. Um, and everything's so themed, so uh, yeah, I know it's really cool. Uh, but it, anyway, he had these two uh, drones, uh, flyers, monstrous flyers, awful models, uh, <laughs> game-wise. So cheap, it's like 170 points or something, even less. Uh, and they have shot, and they have high haywire guns and. It's painful all around. It's uh, painful. They're, and, they're and, so undercosted. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. They are and properly costed now that they've lowered the toughness with one. With one. So it's only tough six. Oh, well. Oh, dear. Everything that has a toughness beats armor value every day. <laughs> and I might uh, be biased. Did you think, Chris? Uh, so they have. Uh, he had those two, and then he had two squads of these uh, thralls. With the fearless and the weapons and the chain axes and stuff like that, and then he had uh, one unit of Talax. Uh, that's the one, the troops, right? Toughness five, deep striking, lightning guns. Yeah, that's the Talax, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, one squad of those, uh, and then he had one of the uh, Medusa guns, the twelve uh, inches moving around. Firing <laughs> the supersonic Medusa gun, that is. <laughs> uh, so, did he only have then, one unit of Talax? Yeah. And I think so. And he can't run War Covenant's lists. Oh, maybe it's the same. Okay, maybe I'm 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 wrong about that. I don't know. Yeah, I did, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Okay, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know Mechanicum at all. I, to me, it's like, oh, nice. Toughness, uh, blitz, toughness 10, okay, nice. Uh, Ballistic skill, 60. Oh, it's good. <laughs> oh, oh the, the, Medusa, the Medusas can, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the Medusas can fire, fire both kind of shots. Oh, lovely. Awful. Uh, and then he had, this is the best thing, he had two of the Vulture gunships with the uh, miniguns on them. Because Ooh, in the, the mechanics, you can use, he told me, because I was like, what, aren't those 40k? And he said, well, uh, the, the the mechanic the has, has an access to the uh, Imperial Aeronautics 
so you can choose all the flights that are in there. Ooh. Yeah, you can. It's in uh, the reductor part of the Lord of War rules. They have yeah. extra access. Yeah, so he has access to the... I was really like, nah, but that's a 40k thing. He painted them really cool, they were really nice, but to me, they were 40k. Um, because there are no vultures yet, to me. Um, well, there, there are, because they're both vultures and valkyries, the fluff. Yeah. But uh, anyway, and he had two of those as a single Lord of War choices because they have uh, only three whole points. Mm -hmm. So they came on together, but then they split up. Uh, so he had a lot of uh, flame templates and a lot of strength five shots uh, uh, and flyers. So versus me that don't shoot very well and uh, <laughs> have a lot of uh, easily to kill guys, his army was perfect. Uh, his first, uh, he started the game and his first, uh, the game was where you had to take uh, uh, zones on the battlefield. You had can take to take the middle, and then you can take one of the squares. Um, your own square was worth less, and if you took your opponent's squares with a scoring unit, you earned more points. Uh, and then you earned, um, I think that was it. And you, you earned for Warlord and First Blood. Um, and he had the first turn and he like killed I don't know how many guys I think it's like 50 or something during his first turn like flamed everything away <laughs> but then came the, the crucial part because my Gorgon just well it ran around it didn't take a single hole point because he had a template and uh, well it's uh, armor 14 in the front with the 4 plus invulnerable set so <laughs> it just oh well it tracked around <laughs> uh, with my HQ in it, he never stepped out. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, my army moved forward, and he had uh, came forward with his uh, land raider and jumped out with his HQ and his Myrmidon into a piece of terrain, uh, roughly in the middle of the board. And I had uh, both my spawn units coming up to them, moving their uh, full extent and uh, coming so close as possible to that unit. And I tried to drag out because he had flamers so I didn't want all my spawns to die from overwatch so the squad furthest from them which had a 12 inches charge uh, uh, I said well I'm gonna charge with these first and he said well I ain't, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna fall for that bait so I'm not gonna overwatch what do you think I roll for the charge distance I don't even want to guess 12 <laughs> damn and he was like no <laughs> ouch so uh, my, that squad bunched into uh, his Myrmidon squad with the HQ, and then the other squad, which had like four inches charge, made it with all their guys. Oh, so wow. he had 12 spawns in his face. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> That's gonna hurt. And that game, one of the uh, spawn units had rolled, so they had rending uh, as well. So, well, mm. yeah. So he uh, took it graciously, and I killed the entire unit, including his warlord. Uh, and then for the, the duration of that game was just uh, me trying to shoot at him, uh, not very successful. My my Stormhammer did kill one of his uh, thrall squads, but uh, I tried to shoot at his blight drones. But without the HQ, the blight drones only could shoot what was closest. So I bubble wrapped the Gorgon with levies, and I bubble wrapped uh, the Stormhammer with levies, so he couldn't target the tanks. Um, so uh, 
nah, so it was a victory for me just because of that charge. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh, what could be my worst possible? Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he wasn't he wasn't happy um, yeah I, I love Eric I love his army I've played against it um, I, I, I hope when he listens to this he understands what I'm about to say but I have zero problems with you making that charge in especially okay. after after the um, the the joy of facing his army uh, when we when I went over to Copenhagen at the beginning of the year and quite literally getting my shit pushed in by those Volterax. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, although he, he he was my most successful opponent because he killed like I don't know, maybe a hundred models, uh, and I did not kill a hundred models of him <laughs> at all. <laughs> so what was the uh, what was the final score on that one then? Uh, we stopped counting. Okay. Because I had the middle, and the middle was worth a lot of points, and I had my own zone, and uh, and then I had uh, that we shared the rest. No, I had three. I had two zones. One was my own, and then the middle plus uh, I had uh, I, I what is it called uh, contested his the ones he had, and then I had first blood as well because I killed his H Q squad on my first turn and his warlord, and he didn't touch my warlord because he was riding around in the gorgon. <laughs> uh, so I don't know what points it was, but it was something like eight or nine zero. Nice. It's just that basically he hides he hides in a mobile coffin of or a mobile bunker that's basically a bunker's bunker. Yeah, a mobile piece of impregnable terrain. Yeah. <laughs> the Gorgon actually during all the three games took one whole point in total. No one even bothered to shoot at it. Uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> When I fired with it, it was like, oh, I hit once, and it didn't do anything. So it, it wasn't a threat to anything. But on the other hand, if, depending on what kind of army you have, it might do more to shoot at that one instead of a levy squad. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> but most people just ignored it and shot their heavy guns at the ogrins or spawns instead, or the sword hammer. So... Um, yeah, that was a nice game, though. Yeah, uh, it sounds like... I mean, had a, a nice time. Uh, talked a bit. Yeah, I mean, t- to be <laughs> fair, I, lo- I, love play- I love playing against Eric's stuff. Had some rage moments against each other. I was blaming him for Mechanicum and all the shenanigans, and he blamed me for having Militia. <laughs> so we had some rage moments, but we both had them, so it was fine. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, well, it's not. It's never a good game if you don't have a couple of rage moments and a couple of moments of sheer ecstasy and you know, threatening whatever god you pray to or whatever god you may or may not pray to. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, it was a nice game. Uh, and uh, then we had the uh, best painted uh, or army, best painted army, and we had to place up our entire model armies, and it took me a while <laughs> to place it up. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but it felt really good uh, deploying it up on the field and having a look at it that you have painted a full army that's a recommendation for you listeners out there who haven't yet completed your army it's a wonderful feeling to place your entire army on the board and look at it and say well that's not, it's fully painted and yeah. based that's yeah. really really nice really really nice um and uh, now I went around looking at the armies, and some armies were really, really nice. And 
the event was better in this because there were some so many armies that were 1500 points and then there were 2500 points so you could really see the difference of small armies versus the big ones and that was really nice uh Kalle won this one uh with his black shields really nice painted army yeah uh, he really successfully did the the look of the um like burnt black on their arm- armor uh, really really nice um, uh, really, he he really likes the worn look, the uh, battle damage to Space Marines, and he really outdid himself on these guys. Really, really nice. Uh, if you have access to, uh, maybe you can post some pics of his army because he won best painted. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. I mean, please get yeah. those. Up. I mean, I think they've probably gone up on 30k Sweden by now, but yeah, please do. I did. I, I will say. Send them afterwards. I did get. Um, I did manage to get a look at color stuff, and it is absolutely awesome. Mm. And for those of you listening, if you aren't already, go and find 30k Sweden on Facebook um, and have a look. He's doing one thing he's doing at the moment that's just make me kind of want to, I don't know what the right word is, um, plagiarize like like a cheap like a cheap hack, I think is the phrase I'm going to go with, um, <laughs> his marine breaking out of the, the side of the rhino, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is, it's... Oh, it's a Phobos pattern rhino, and he's, he's basically got modeling a marine coming out the side of that, and mm. it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so good. Hmm. But that's the thing, it was really nice with the 1500 points that Kelly, who has a big and enormous, is the right word, uh, world leader army, he could now get into something that he wanted to do and could focus more on the models. He didn't have to. He had two Leviathan in his 1500 points army. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he became that guy, did he? <laughs> yeah, but uh, even so, he, uh, he could spend a lot more time on each model bringing it up uh, to perfection, so to speak, uh, because you didn't have a lot of guys. It's a different thing if you have to paint 20-man squads, then you kind of lose interest on number 17. <laughs> and if you, you make it to number squads, 17, I'd probably lose interest after number 5 and go, shit, I've still got 15 to go. Then you will never be a true militia player. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going for the very much the... Uh, I think I'm going to go for the very much... Uh, well, I'm doing the MKA course, so I'm going to learn how to batch paint with an airbrush. <laughs> I haven't airbrushed a single model in my army uh, so far. <laughs> have, you, have, you got, have you got like achievement unlocked ma- masochist painter tattooed on you somewhere? <laughs> yeah, on my ass. <laughs> no. Uh, no, but uh, that was really nice uh, that people who uh, had the smaller armies, some of them really it really could see that they had put a lot of effort in that army. Um, it was nice walking around, seeing all the armies, uh, as always. Um, but, uh, of course, uh, being a one-day event, the time was short and... We maybe had like 20 minutes to walk around and look it up. That's not, to me, that's not enough. Uh, and that's the thing we're going to improve for the next event, which is a two-day event. But um, I'm, I came into this hobby for the painting, and to me, it's, it's more important there than the actual games, watching people's armies. Um, I want to see display boards and uh, dioramas, and that's what I want to see. But <laughs> maybe in the future. Yeah, maybe build towards the end of the year and sort of go for uh, go. Should do some sort of big. Uh, I hate to drop this. Some, some sort of big Adepticon-ish, um, you know, team <laughs> team display board kind of thing, and you know. Do they have that at Adepticon? 
They do actually. You can t- you do oh, well. I don't know if it's a. Adepticon is the American one. Yeah, it's the big American one. Um, it's the one Freddy's actually flying is out it, to very soon. Is it only uh, Forgeware models in that one? No, no. No, there's no, there's there. It's open models as far as I know. Uh, I could come with my militia to destroy everyone's spirit. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's the. Here. What's I'm my opponent? How Sweden. many fucking I'm, models am I going to grind through? I, I'm from Sweden. We're socialists, and this is my army of drones. <laughs> everyone get their get their shots. Eh? Yeah, everyone gets the chance to hit you, and we're all sellers because we believe in the red god. <laughs> the Americans, Americans gonna love that. Yeah, isn't it just? <laughs> How quickly can we get thrown out of the country? <laughs> If you even get in. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'll get in the country. I just, you know, might have to come in no. via, via a coyote south of the border. But, you know. They just uh, look in your, in your bag and see, oh, militia, you can't come in. Oh, Iron Warriors, you can't come in. <laughs> oh, me- yeah. oh, Mechanicum, the rage continues. Yeah. Or, or there's just one border guard with a new Iron Warrior army. Oh, just uh, look, looks in the bag and says, hey, this is mine now. Confiscated. <laughs> yeah. Oh Christ. Uh, don't, don't, don't. Let's not go that way. So, <laughs> Eric was game two. Yes. Yeah. Who was and, game three, yeah. and how did that go down? I think it's. Uh, was it? Was it Hen- Henrik? Henke. Yeah. Henke, my, da- my, my yeah. darling, my darling Henke, the uh, yeah. Blood Angels. Yeah, I had Blood Angels, and it was a uh, uh, close combat-based army, and. To me, he had a really nice painted army, and he even and he had a really nice fluff because he brought this uh, this uh, like a manuscript page of his army and the, why they looked the way that they did, and it was really nice, really thematical. Um, but he had a close combat themed uh, army, uh, and to me that was like oh crap for him <laughs> because I can't shoot. All I do is fight in close combat. Uh, but I underestimated the amount of attacks uh, the Blood Angels have, and he had uh, uh, he had this way you deep strike your um, what's it called uh, like assault marines. Oh, day of revelations. First, yeah, the first round. Uh, yeah. Uh, and he had two uh, huge blobs <laughs> of assault marines, like 20 guys or something, really crazy, um, uh, together with uh, all his characters in it, uh, with chaplains and predators and stuff like that. And then he had uh, one squad of uh, like tw- uh, 15 regular marines in a land raider, and... Uh, or was it a Spartan? I don't remember. Land Raider Spartan. No, never, never mind. I didn't take a single whole point from it. Um, and then he had uh, uh, a rhino with a squad of special weapons uh, with plasmas, and then um, two dreadnoughts, close combat themed, and then uh, one of the uh, the command tank uh, for calling down his reserves. Oh, the Damocles command rhino. Yeah, and that was uh, that was it. Yeah. And uh, um, I actually started this game first. Uh, we deployed uh, vertical against each other. Yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, and uh, I started, and it was uh, five objectives on the field that you had to hold with the scoring unit at the beginning of your turn, uh, so you could kill your opponent off, and he didn't get it. 
because you have to earn, have it at the start of your turn. Um, and me covering half the board uh, in deployment already had three of them when we started. So I began the game with three victory points. Um, and um, I just moved up and uh, took... And this was the Nova moment of that game. I took a pot shot through a piece of terrain uh, with my uh, Stormhammer with his big gun. I saw his rhino and all, he had a, this big line of sight blocking house on his, his side and he had placed all his stuff behind it and with his rhino a bit out from it so I could see that one and I, with my Stormhammer I took a pot shot at his uh, rhino. I was like, yeah, I can hit it. And I rolled a perfect scatter and hit everything. His <laughs> dread, his rhino and his command tank. And Ooh. subsequently destroy his rhino, his command tank, and immob like uh, stun the dreadnought. <laughs> First shot. <laughs> um, Damn. <laughs> so that was the opening phase of that game. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> the storm. Uh, uh, stay tuned because the stormhammer is the hero of that game. <laughs> I have to say, stormhammer. One thing. Stormhammer had really done anything the, the previous games. He killed maybe the first game he killed like eight marines and took a whole point of a, uh, a tank or a dreadnought or something. He didn't do that much. And in the second game, he, well, he didn't do anything. He tried to shoot. He, well, he killed Thralls. <laughs> well, Thralls. Uh, that's not too impressive either. Um, but in this game, he, he began with that. And although Henke was like, okay. <laughs> that was a <laughs> Oh, well. Uh, and then he, uh, Next round, he was him, and he dropped in his uh, humongous blobs of uh, warriors, and uh, his Spartan or Land Raider moved forward and came out with his regular squad of marines, and he tried to charge one unit of my spawns in the side of a building, and he had to roll like a three. It was a three inches charge. What does he roll? A two, of course. <laughs> so his entire army stands right out, right out in the middle of the board without any cover, just looking in the face of my spawns and in the face of my stormhammer. Um, so then, and he ran, so he redeployed his, uh, spread out his uh, what, the assault marines and stuff. And then was my turn, and I uh, moved up to assault his stuff. Uh, wasn't in reach. To the two squads and uh, my Stormhammer again shot at the guys who moved out from the Land Raider. I killed out of a squad of 15, I killed 14 in one shot with the pie plate. Um, and then took some shot at his, uh, like killed maybe 8 or 10 from one of the squads of uh, Assault Marines. So again, a very successful turn for the Stormhammer. And then uh, also a Nova moment, I charged with uh, my one unit of the six spawns. I charged his, the biggest and most powerful of the assault squads where his warlord and a chaplain was just to not giving him the assault because he told me, well, if he gets the assault, he gets like instant kill and plus attacks and yada, yada. So I was like, I'm going to deny you that charge. So I charged his uh, assault marines with these 18 wounds uh, total squad. And uh, we fought, and uh, he took, like, nine wounds, and I took, like, one. But my guys are fearless, so we stayed. And then it was his turn, and he moved around and assaulted my Ogres with his other assault squad and so on. But the close combat with the spawns, he killed all the spawns except one spawn down to one wound. So, uh, okay. he didn't, so he didn't get off his charge. So next turn, I charged that squad with, like, I don't know, four different squads 
wiped it out um, uh, because his squad was the most powerful in the charge and the the spawn was great because it <laughs> it's one spawn I, I told him before the combat began well this squad the only thing I want is one spawn with one hole with one wound left and that was what I got it was like no come on <laughs> no save toughness five and he had like these awesome guys and he couldn't take it down <laughs> because of that rolling that's oh. really bad I I I've, I face take his uh, day of revelations list and he well the slightly pared down version because what we were supposed to play we were hoping to play three thousand on three thousand at Vario four and yeah he had a pretty crappy piece of luck with my army he's deep struck and scattered on top of my Spartan and managed to stick it off oh. stick his uh, his unit off into uh, ongoing reserves which is very sad because the entire next turn I basically wiped his army from the board. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, I felt really bad for him. So no. he's not had much no, luck was really with that. Good, it was a really good sport. Uh, it was really funny. Uh, but um, no. Uh, all right. Well, I killed his chaplain, and that was when the, the Stormhammer came in again because uh, I killed off his chaplain and, and stuff in that squad, and then he uh, ran away from it because he lost the combat, and I couldn't catch him with my initiative like two. <laughs> So I couldn't catch him. And then my Stormhammer, of course, turned around with his big gun and shot again. And uh, this time killed his H Warlord and his entire squad in one shot. So in the end, I think my Stormhammer earned like 1,200 to 1,300 points that entire game. Uh, it was nuts. <laughs> so uh, it earned up its points in the last game. So I was really happy with it. <laughs> my little Stormhammer. Little need to basically give it its own plaque maybe some kill markings you know mm. some uh, yeah. some serious narrative to be uh, on there and you know maybe even yeah, give, give the give the gunner a name because somebody tells okay. me that first shot of the game he was like it just uh, you know, fires it. it goes boom <laughs> the, the commander goes well done well done well done sir. well done sir. suddenly he's like uh, yeah you you said coordinates four nine didn't you said like, no four six nah whatever <laughs> it counts yeah now, the Stormhammer I brought to a lot of games, a lot, maybe 20 plus. Uh, and so far it has only died once. And that was from a uh, lightning unloading all its six uh, tank hunter <laughs> uh, armor bane rockets into its face. <laughs> then it died. Yeah, um, that'll do it. Yeah, but otherwise it has never died. Ever. Uh, like taking my whole point here and there, but never died. Uh, because it's so big and uh, <laughs> people don't shoot at it either, usually. Yeah, it's uh, I I I don't know uh, what it is with uh, with big tanks. Either either it's the focus, and I've been caught by that trying to take take them out um, against. Defective. Because you need to like take them out in two rounds, two turns. Otherwise, there's no point. Yeah, because yeah. then everything else is in your face. So. <laughs> mm. Ah, so. Um, Nah, uh, three really, really good games. And the the third games, I don't need to tell you, but, well, yeah, it went good for me, point-wise. Yeah, some, yeah, something tells me you did all right. We stopped counting. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fair to say that you won all of your games. Mm, but still, the traitors lost horribly. <laughs> horribly. We're, 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 like, down to owning the asteroids field. <laughs> we have yeah. Nothing. Yeah, you, uh, you traders. 
Yeah, no, I've I've seen I've seen the uh, the for the um, uh, what do you call it uh, the map, the and map. it's looking very blue at the moment. Mm. Uh, very so simple, gonna, very colour scheme, gonna, simple in the scheme. So my militia is going to change side yet again next time because <laughs> I can't be on the losing side. Oh, it's not lost yet. It's still got like three events to go. Mm. Ah. But that's the best thing about playing like a army that can switch sides. Uh, I played a last year at Lincoln, which is this is a, a two-day event, and I switched side. The team organizer switched team for me maybe like six or seven times before the event. <laughs> Like I need you on the trader. No, sorry, I need you on the lo- no. Sorry, traders. Yeah, I was like, what? Just place me. I'm. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, so it's nice to being being able to be the one in the in the middle. Yeah. But, well, I tell you what we will do is we will uh, do our best to remember to put up a uh, copy of the the map and some of the mm. pictures from the uh, from the events. Uh, uh, if you can send some over to us, we'll we'll get mm. them up for you because that'd be very cool. And um, I think for me, I'm, I'm trying to gloss over the fact that, the, that by the sounds of it, the, the traitor's got a curb stomping. So I'm, mm. try, I'm trying to gloss over that fact right now. And um, say, uh, what's, what's the sort of plan? You touched on it already. Um, the sort of plans for Avari going forward for the rest of the year. Uh, there's already a new Avari booked uh, in the 13th of May. Uh, 13th, 14th of May because it's a two-day event and this day, time is a team event so we have uh, teams of two uh, oh, yes. in the event. It's going to be really cool. Uh, the points is not set yet but it's probably be around 2,000. Um, uh, so it will be four games, two on Saturday and two on Sunday. We, we're planning to make it more um, social with maybe a quiz at a pub in the evening and more interactive maybe it's a paint shop or something doing something more besides just hammering out in the field um, it sounds like a lot it. of fun yeah because it's uh, 99.9% of the hobby is done hobbying the rest 0.1% is done gaming uh, for most people because painting one model takes the same time as uh, playing a game uh, um, so uh, maybe in, try to incorporate that more. Um, That's cool. I, mm-hmm. I can see some potential, the potentiality for uh, you know speed painting or painting up mm-hmm. a paint, painting up a, a, a mini in a day or a mini as part of the event or something. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, man, I was planning to. Yeah, we have some people that are really good with airbrush, some with dry brush, and people have their own skills. And to me, it's like painting tanks. I paint my gorgon in an evening. Two hours, and that model is huge. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and I've developed like a step by step how to paint a tank quickly <laughs> and make it look good. Uh, but uh, and to most people, it's like, how did you do that? That's so awesome. Well, no, it's just about doing one step at a time in the correct order. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, it's, my it's pregnant really... girlfriend. Just it's really about that. putting it, getting a good solid painting method down with start with with anything. But you know, if you can, if you have that sort of already in place, um, you know, it's sharing it with others is a fantastic thing. <laughs> My pregnant girlfriend just told me that she raided the cupboard for all the chocolate we have at home. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm so, you you can't. So it's gone. 
<laughs> you you can't claim any of that. I'm sorry. You, you, no. you used the right word, pregnant. There, she she wins. Mm. So you know, sadly, <laughs> well, so that you got to go find a corner shop with the, that's open this late at night and uh, mm. get get some snacks in. Mm. <laughs> oh well. Can't always win. Well, no. I think it's uh, I think it's fair to say the future is bright and the future is a varii down here in mm. the down here in the south. And uh, I mean, there are other events. I'm not going to sort of pimp our stuff because we do that on a regular basis. But there's stuff here. There's stuff in uh, Denmark as well. So it's a really nice uh, sort of scene that's building, and it's yeah. really good to see Avario we, becoming a cornerstone of that. Yeah, we plan to expand because we just placed an order in our gaming community for uh, 20 additional mats, gaming mats. Nice. So uh, that's additional 40 players. Uh, now we just kind of find a space for them when we game it and build terrain for all the boards. But uh, we could easily fit maybe a 30 event on 30 guys now without yeah. a problem. Oh, I might know a few locations that I can help you with. <laughs> but you know that's that's another conversation off air for another time mm. but uh, no that has been awesome hearing about Avarii and well mm. done to everybody that took part everybody who brought out a new army or um, brought out a new you started a new army brought out a new army from, from existing whatever or just generally got involved and who got down there and to everybody who's been doing this for a while it sounds like you had an absolutely an absolute blast uh, I did while I was there and I made the right timings to show up when the, when the chocolate cake came out so that was always a win ah uh, yeah credits to Felix our chef to be uh, he's studying to be a chef so he brings the cookies and this time chocolate cake was really really good he's a good uh, man yeah the best <laughs> he's uh, a very good man can't, can't knock him for that Anybody, anybody who can cook easily wins the wins the way to somebody's heart, mm -hmm. and with gamers that's very easy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think we're gonna sort of round it up about there. Chris, is there anything you wanted to add? No, not really. Uh, how's I the painting be going? Painting? I'm looking at mixers currently. Okay. <laughs> uh, I been listening. I could add that I'm doing a 180 in my army project because I'm starting a custodes army. Oh no! 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 Say it ain't so. It's almost the opposite, right? It's five models. <laughs> yeah, five models versus one hundred and eighty. So it's like I painted three guys. Now it's like, oh yeah, that's a third of my army. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> say it ain't so. You're not going over to the good side, are you? Yeah. Um, and the goodest of the goodest, the custodes. Da -da -da -da. Oh yeah, the gold, golden boys of golden boys. Oh dear mm. lord. Yeah, they're good worry. at dying in the fluff, at least. They die in the fluff? What's this? I lost them. <laughs> now, now, they're, Christopher. They're cool now, as now. well, so... Behave, Christopher. Oh. They, 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 will, they will look good on a table, right? Yeah, I, I hope so. Uh, I only built three of them. I, I don't want to build more because me, as... Well, I think every other Swede has fallen into the uh, Forge world miscalculating their number of Inferno books. So my Bernie Furner book won't be arriving until like April. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Jens. Um, <laughs> sorry, pr private joke we're related to uh, to uh, ordering with Forgeworld and the one copy of <laughs> Inferno that's on the list is log jabbing it all. But we yeah. love we love you, bro. And he's uh, he's he said we can ditch that so we can make sure we just get the order through. But uh, mm. no, it's very cool, Oscar. Thank you ever so much for coming on this evening. Uh, we you. greatly appreciate it. 
and with that ladies and gents we are going to head on out to what will be our uh, wrap up and it will be myself and uh, Freddie and Chris going through the latest up to date information we have on events and you know generally continuing with our uh, banter back and forth and general uh, beatings of each other verbally so this should be fun and we will see you right after this tune Here's one of our late records we like to play for you now, folks. And it's a beautiful number called What a Wonderful World. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world I see skies of blue And clouds of white The bright blessed day The dark sacred night And I think to myself What a wonderful world The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? They're really saying, I love you. I hear babies cry. Then I'll never know And I think to myself What a wonderful world Yes, I think to myself What a wonderful Armstrong, the great Satchmo. And we're back. And a big thank you to Oscar for coming in and talking Avar, all things Avarii and generally sort of giving us a rundown of his games and how things played out. Uh, I have to admit, again, having seen his um, Gorgon with the closed top in person, it is rather intimidating. I do actually really like it. It's a really nice conversion. Um, so keep up the good work there, mate. And uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing what you uh, come up with more for that horrific militia list you've got. Uh, and it is uh, a bastard of a list <laughs> to I play might against. know what he's taking to link on. Oh, Lord. <laughs> right. Oh, well, that, well yeah, you should know what he's taking to link on, sitting you're fucking running it, Freddie. If you don't, then but, I'm worried. But don't worry, Oscar, my lips are sealed. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. How, how many beers is it going to take? Might need some beers and sexual favors. Oh wow! Okay, intense. Very intense. Always intense. Perfection, you know. 
Yeah, that's why. That's why. See, now I've worked out why what, the slight worry about hashtag perfection, <laughs> and the, uh, the you notice that the, obviously GW do everything in Roman numerals. So, third legion makes sense is three eyes, or if you look at it in that in another way, three ones. So when you're actually <laughs> rolling those ones, Freddy, you're achieving perfection. That's true. Oh, oh, by God, have I achieved perfection then? Exactly. See, there's always a silver lining to whatever warp cloud you're looking at. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm stretching that one thin. Anyway, let's go on to our wrap-up. Let's talk through yeah. some events that are coming up. And Well, they're coming up and ongoing. I think it's important to manage, uh, mention, first of all, that the global... A heresy campaign is still going strong this month rounding out now uh, was run by the Gino 5-2 podcast and it's the battle for Gaul as you've heard us uh, mumble and moan about at the beginning of the show and um, not mumbling and moaning about the, the actual work they put in, they've done superb work and uh, Thomas and are doing a fantastic job, just uh, generally that for some reason the loyalists seem to be winning I don't know why, it's disgraceful hashtag winning uh, hashtag traitors pull your finger out of your ass and get some fucking wins in we could also uh, do a small spoiler for next month just people if you have uh, some Battlefield Gothic ships lying around get them prepped because I know there will be some action next month for it it's oh a small yeah, spoiler it's, it's going gothic it's going to be freaking awesome I know that's what and I'm that, doing <laughs> and that's going to be run by uh, the Covenant of Fire podcast uh, Mr. Jake Bussey who uh, is an absolute legend in his own lunchtime, and we love him to bits, so we're very much looking forward to seeing what he's put together. Uh, in more detail, obviously, you know, hashtag spoilers, Chris is uh, giving you sort of a peek behind the curtain there. So that's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, to be fair, his month begins this weekend, so... Well, yeah, so uh, hopefully this this episode will drop in time for people to uh, actually uh, get a look in about what's been going on and get prepped and ready, so... Don't forget, go and take a look at Oz30k. Go and search out the Facebook group, which is the Second Gullock War. And that is Gullock, G-O-L-L-O-C-H. So the Second Gullock War. And that is, as we said, a global heresy campaign that's being run by 11 different groups, podcasts and others, um, which includes our good selves. And they will, we will be taking over the month of July which we mentioned before and that's going to be a whole lot of fun but Thumber more madness. of those details to come oh it's all about the summer crazy we're going to go crazy and wild in the heat of the summer um, but that'll lead nicely into one of our later events in the year but uh, go and take a look at that register yourselves on Oz30k record your games give us a much fluff and explanation about what's been going on and really as to take the coin, the, the phrase that's already out there forge the narrative and get out there and tell the story of the Second Gullock War, be part of it don't be a witness, be a participant be on the front lines and have some fun with it um, and then, coming up in less than 10 days it is the MKA painting course and that is the MKA boot class master camp uh, boot class master camp boot camp 
Masterclass. <laughs> Christ, I'm not even drinking and I'm slurring my words. That's uh, taking place here at my workplace, Farm Shack Barbecue, here in the south of Sweden, just outside a town called Lund. More less than 20 kilometres from where I'm sitting right now. And it's going to be all shades of batshit crazy fun. We're going to le- learn the skills of the airbrush, the ways of the airbrush from some of the masters themselves. And there will be a day of gaming in between, which we will be doing our best to live stream some games from and have some just general banter. And on the Saturday evening, we are going to do our best to do a live broadcast of a rather unique, well, maybe not unique, but rather interesting event that will be taking place as part of that course as well. So stay tuned to our face for a bit more information. Um... After that, literally four days after that, is one of our bigger events. We've done the preview of it previously with uh, Matthias. And Christopher, do you want to remind our listeners what I'm talking about? Oh, you mean Gothcon? That'll be the one. Well, they have a lovely event package up now on Facebook. Do they really? Yeah. They have loads of fluff as well. Because they're really all about the fluff in this case. Yeah, and I have read it. All of it. It's also interesting that they are banning certain characters just because they wouldn't have been there and it's a nice touch to see that there are actually people doing that yeah it's huge yeah it's it, it's all into the story which is fucking awesome yeah and it's this is uh, as we talked with uh, Matthias uh, about it's a part of their ongoing narrative as well for the next events they are hosting yep so that'll be the uh, that'll be a BSK. Yeah, next and, Gothcon. And next Gothcon as well. So we're talking a year long narrative, which is freaking awesome. Really, really cool. Uh, and so yes, I'm going. And I'm you're going. going. I'm not going. And you're Boo. Boo. Yeah. You can I leave. Fail. You can leave vicariously from the pictures that me and Fred will send you. Yeah, I will live vicariously in that manner whilst <laughs> working. I hate you guys. Um, but no, I sadly have would had you, to change my. Would you rather? Would you rather us not sending photos to you? Dude, you know I'm going to be sitting there scratching, going, "Where's the heresy? Have you got some more of that heresy?" <laughs> so yes, all right, make it happen. Shut up, Christopher. See, it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> it is a double-edged sword, and I seem to fall on one side or the other. Anyway, next, moving on, the Cerulean. 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 Cerulean blue. He's probably he probably knows. The Surreal Folly, taking place on the 6th of May. Where, Christopher? In Örebro. Thank you very much. Non, some bookshop. Some bookshop in, in in a place in Sweden. It's 1,000 points crusade list. There are 12 spots. I believe all 12 spots are taken. And the event's being run by Jens, our brother from another podcast, over at the Northern Heresy. Then we have, coming up on the 13th to 14th of May... We have a two-day team event, Avari I6, which is going to be very cool. Change in format from from uh, previous Avari I's, being not only a two-day event but a team-up event, and it's four thousand points per team, two thousand points for uh, organization uh, armies for per player. Uh, I'm in, I'm hoping to get the time off work so that I can then do a rather hardcore. Iron Warriors bro team with uh, a good friend of mine uh, Mr. Philip Rosberg and Freddy are you heading down this way? 
I am trying desperately to sort out so I can actually be free that weekend. But I, I will probably find out if everything is good by the MK course. And awesome I've I already had a couple of feelers, people asking for teammates and stuff, so, you know. That's always good to know. So, uh, Chris, so, you... so as long as, I can, as it's free and I can go, I'll be there. Awesome. Chris, any chance that we might see you down this way? Uh, no. Nope. I can't, I can't do that weekend. I can't really can't do that weekend. That's fair enough. You can't do it. You can't do it. That's how that's how it rolls. And then after Avarii is the well, technically technically the first part, but sort of the the second part of the Varangian Heresy event series. And uh, Freddy, this this one's most definitely your baby. And which one's coming up first? Uh, the Lincolnian Shadow War. The Lincolnian Shadow War. The Lincolnian Shadow. We need JP for this. I can't do this. Anymore. We so need JP. <laughs> we, we need we need like JP on dial for instant uh, sound bites. In, in, instant fluff fluff voices. Yeah. So it's going to be Lincolnian uh, Shadow War, which is a uh, two thousand one day two thousand point one day event, uh, running the Raider Force Org. It's going to be basically Shadow War missions with a twist, as most people probably already seen. There's also a link on. How would we say a character series being produced yep. that will uh, enhance certain missions? There will also be stuff in the gift bag that will kind of affect the missions and stuff. Uh, we may or may not have playtested them at the Depticon, and they're <laughs> fucking cool. So we need more of that shit, more of that sweet, sweet heresy. And uh, well, that that's about it. Well, that is Lincoln. That we have talked Lincoln quite a lot, and we will be doing a very specific. Lincoln special uh, ahead of the event itself to go into as much detail as we can without giving away too much for everybody showing up. Yep. That to look forward to probably somewhere around episode 34, 35, or yeah, with with our current production rate, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, uh, you used to stop in confusion. Obviously, mm-hmm. you go to Lincoln to buy your entry to the convention, mm-hmm. and then, uh, well, I know, like a month away, I will release account details how you pay the actual event fee because you have yeah. to you have to get entry to Lincoln to to be at Lincoln and then you pay for like whatever events you got like, just like the 40k event or the Flames of War or whatever yeah. and that, that's important just for on the off chance that anybody is thinking about coming from outside of Sweden if they are not already on the list or on the reserves list it is a it is an event in a convention so that's why uh, as Freddie's saying you have to buy the convention ticket and yeah. then you have to buy the... It, it, it's basically like if you go to Adepticon or Gen Con or whatever, like you have to pay entry to get into the, the convention, and then you pay for the different uh, event fee. But, you know, it, the, the most important thing that you need to secure is entry to the convention, and then the rest we can always work out. Which and, is awesome. And how does that work with people attending the MK course? Uh, well, wow. they don't have to pay the event fee, because they are part of the fucking... Varangian Heresy 2 2017. The filthy first and only, as yeah. we as we are naming them. The filthy first and only. And this is actually quite important just to shout out as we start talking about it. The guys who are taking part in the uh, the MKA course, because we, we love them and they're supporting us and making this happen here in Sweden. Everybody taking part is getting free entry, so no entry fees to the Varangian Heresy event series. So you're saving yourself a thousand around a thousand crowns on entry fees. And they will, you will still get goodie bags and stuff. Am I right, Freddie? Yeah, they will get all the goodies. See, and all the bags. Because we love you. Mainly bags. Why. Mainly bags. 
Um, mainly bags, old bags, you know, bags from the supermarket. Yeah, might be limited edition Ica or Coop ones. Yeah, for those of you from outside outside of Sweden, they are extremely rare. So you have to be aware of just how important they are. Very you, know, you can you can buy them for like you know a few kroners here and there every now and then. Um, so coming up after that is the second event in the Vrangin Heresy. Uh, event series and that is the Scorpius Insurrection currently scheduled to take place on the 12th to 13th of August here in again Farm Shack Barbecue down here in the south of Sweden we've got some interest from uh, the guys from the UK uh, a number of guys in the UK looking to come over for this one and yeah we would love to see people coming in from all over Europe the world wherever you want to do to come in we're aiming for 50 to 60 people if we can get it we'll be happy with what we can achieve but the bigger we can make this the better and again the full facilities at Farm Shack will be open so all the barbecue food all the the bar will be open it will be just a general all-round awesome evening and uh, we plan to throw a few different things in here and there to make it fun there'll be some after hours well after the main gaming is done on the Saturday there'll be some other events going on which we've already talked about in our event series uh, episode which was our last episode so you get a good idea of what's going to be happening and again all our event series will be preceded by an event only uh, special episode so look forward to that and Freddie you've already mentioned it but on the 31st of August the 3rd of September is the Nova Open and can you just refresh us on the details for that one please buddy Jesus Christ alright it's in Washington DC and basically what you need to do to get all the details like points values and stuff is you need to go to www.novaopen.com uh, backslash Warhammer dash 30,000 and there we go everything it's a, a, a four day narrative event so and it's run by the same guys that run uh, the Adepticon 30k and based on personal experience that just means that it's going to be all out of this world in awesomeness awesomeness yeah awesomeness yep. I wish I could go there but sadly I'm away well, it's happened, like we've already said, life is life, and this is how it rolls. And then we have the last event for this year in the Frangian Heresy event series, and that is Scandus 2017. Freddy, do you want to take us home on this one? The burning of Scandus Prime. <laughs> I'm not going to read up the narrative. Uh, anyway, so that is where all your bigs, big fucking toys and everything goes on. It's going to be 3,500 points. Uh, there's n the only requirement is you have to pick a Horus Heresy uh, Force Org. It could be Leviathan, it could be Onslaught, it could be anything, uh, as long as you do that. Uh, also, there will be, at the same time, you have to do a 1,000 points on Mortalis List, because we'll have two massive mega battles going on uh, day one, 3,000 points 3,500 points versus 3,500 points, but at the same time there will be two Zone Mortalis games going that could actually affect that battle's outcome. Because it's a team event, it's Loyalist versus Trader. Uh, the second A is basically much the same, so it's going to be two 3,500 points games and heaps of Zone Mortalis going on. So yeah, basically what you need is 3,500 points, any Force Org that is uh, part of the Horus Heresy, and then you need 1,000 points, Combatants, um, so much as force and that's it more information and, to follow yeah and the, co the combatant one is the general one yeah but, uh, 
good to know, so don't take uh, one with mandatory. Don't take, don't take all the leads. No. No. And there's no stratagems either, right? No, no stratagems, you're straight up. Because there will be narrative fluffy stuff going on, so there will be kind of stratagems, but they are not, uh, you know, part of the part of the event. Yeah, they're, they're, they're unique. They're unique. Mm-hmm. They Very are. much so. No. Awesome. No, no strategies. So three big events coming up from us. A number of events taking place around the world. And if you had an event, give us a shout out. Drop us an email at thevarangianheresy at gmail.com. Let us know what's going on in your local area. It's all about boosting the signal. We might be based in Sweden, but we have listeners all the way around the world. So if you're running an event, even if it's you know you're looking to do some garage hammer and have people playing in your in your garage, or you want to do a pub crawl or through nightclubs or whatever you want to do, get in touch. Let us know what's going on, and we will shout it out in our wrap up uh, for as long as it's going until that's done. So yeah, I think that's pretty much everything for the wrap up uh, as far as events and shoutouts and things are concerned uh, heads up that episode 31 will be an Adepticon or a stiff South Texas in Flames 3 and Adepticon special so it will follow a slightly different format but it will be all about the sexy sexy goodness that is Freddy does Dallas <laughs> and Chicago for perfect um, for perfection there will be there will be stories there will be swords there will be daring duels there will be um, tight ass typhons and so many other things that you will get to hear about just the sheer awesomeness about what's going on so look forward to that and I think before I check with you guys about ending things I just want to give a shout out to a number of podcasts and and, uh, other initiatives that are taking place so there is the 30k channel uh, with David over there doing some fantastic work for quality bat reps Sean and Blaine that sees the initiative obviously Tim and Michael the big boys over at the Eye of Horus and JP and Mark over at the Age of Darkness and uh, spoilers but shout out to Mark for a fantastic job uh, in the Heresy competitive track uh, at Adepticon well done buddy really really happy to see, see how well you did there there's Max and Paddy, uh, or Max and Phil over at the Road of Terror. There's the the uh, the three dudes over at the Sons of Heresy, Johnny, Jason, and... Brendan. Brendan, thank you very much. How can I forget Brendan? There's dulcet, to- dulcet Irish tones. I apologise, sir. It, it's, it's just warped my mind. Um, the Geno 52 Tom and Stu. There is RFI with Ryan and... Michael, there is the Imperial Truth with Greg and Neil. There's Don't Lose Your Head with Nicholas and Watson. Northern Heresy, Jens and Lena. Spacemen with Guns, Edge of Empire, Heresy or Not. No offence, Jens, you are very new to the scene and I am still just learning your podcast, so names will come. Um, but there's a whole lot of heresy out there. It's only getting bigger, only getting better, and I'm looking forward to the content we've got lined up and we'll keep pulling out for you guys in the forthcoming future. So... I've just talked a lot. Guys, you got anything you want to shout out? No, but soon you can listen to fucking Heresy Podcast 24-7. It's like oh, yes. A, it's like a dream come true. It is, it is Heresy 24-7. 365. All, all shades of goodness. Chris, anything from you, buddy? Nah, don't think so. Nah, nah. Okay, fair <laughs> 50 enough. 50 shades then. of heresy. 50, oh, dear. <laughs> 50 are, shades oh, of the plastic degree. Fifty Shades of Unpainted Miniatures. Um, Okay, well, if that's the case, then, 
If that is the case, then let's just say it's a good night from me. And me. And me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30k. Be angry on in the streets. Be fulgrim in the sheets. And try not to lose your head. This is the Ranging Heresy Podcast. Signing off. Bye-bye.